What up, what up, what up? We're back on a Sunday. What episode is it? 112. Episode 112, Lost in the Script. (laughs) On your own. George, fuck you and your apology. I don't forgive you. Okay. My head was hurting last week. I told you my head was hurting last week. I wasn't feeling good yesterday. I'm not feeling good today. All right. <laughs> I'm a two-step. Yep. Value brand smoke up in here. Uh, First apologies to Travis for my cursing lace. Hope y'all headache. Hope your headache better and I'll do better about cursing all over. You didn't curse me out. Who did you curse out? He cursed Eastwood out. I didn't hear a lot of cursing from him. Not a lot. Of, I don't know. I mean, I heard just two people. Going he didn't back. curse me out. Just he talk. must have cursed Eastwood out because he didn't curse me out. Yeah, yeah. Eastwood and him was kind of going. <laughs> All right. What up, KD? What Shout up? Shout out to KD. Regina, George, Scorpio, Sasha. Shantae <laughs> liked that twisted classic music. She wasn't feeling the molester music. Uh, it's funny you said. Uh, Happy Sunday, people. Happy Sunday. We about to play Happy People. We almost play Happy People. <laughs> Our felony. <laughs> people are duh over two stepping, but feeling guilty. Hey, it's music. Separate the music from the artist. Talking anyway, about cursing man. these academics. <laughs> How y'all doing? Versus on pure Saturday, smoke. Uh-huh. He's saying he's going to be giving value smoke versus pure unadulterated smoke. <laughs> so he's going to lessen his smoke on us. <laughs> How y'all doing on well, this thank Sunday? You, my pet. How y'all doing on this Sunday? Um uh, couldn't get live yesterday. We we were gonna do it today. I ain't gonna lie. We well, I'm put- not feeling good. I wasn't feeling good yesterday. It started uh Friday night. I don't know if it's allergies, I don't know if it's a cold, I don't know if COVID. <laughs> All I know is I've been staying sick for the past eight months. Headache, something going on. Hey man. The allergies are the pollen here is really bad. It is, but yeah, yeah, it is you. I told Duke it was you. I said, you know, George said he from Louisiana. <laughs> he into that fucking uh, what's it called? He into that fucking voodoo shit. <laughs> he, he he Haitian. That's what they do. Anyway, man, let's go ahead and get right into it. Uh, hold on, y'all. Hold on. Let me just. Well, not that yet. We're gonna get to that too. You wish the cough would return. Um. All right. Did we say shout out to Regina? Yeah, we said that. I said okay. shout out to Regina. Everybody in here. <sighs> Wait, what? I didn't even create a slide for that one. That's true, Regina. The constant weather changes keeps folks sick here, and in my experience, feel better. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's get right into it. NYPD. This is an update on the continual story of Jonathan Majors. I hope this is the last. I won't be. We won't be talking about it until at least there's some type of he gets kicked yeah. away from Marvel or something. NYPD found probable cause to arrest Grace Jabari. Jonathan Majors accuses might be headed to jail after actor filed a counter complaint alleging she cut him by digging her thumbnail into his face. This was a slight win in the court of public opinion. Is it? It changed the trajectory of how people were looking at him, and it was some people just like guilty. He done. It's over. Uh, he had a whole bunch of people corroborate his stories. Moore is gay enough. <laughs> well, we saw a lot of people come out last week. We talked about it, came out and corroborated his story. Said, yeah, this is kind of what happened uh, from the driver. Payola. To the... 
to the uh what's the guy's name who opened the door of his apartment last one i didn't know it was his apartment that she texted from and threatened to do something to herself that he ran back to he was standing in the hotel but anyway now they're saying that they actually are going to arrest was this a fatal attraction they in line between love and hate moment it's kind of crazy this this story is getting we already said this is some type of phoenix type thing where they're trying to create a storyline with all these actors all these people are acting 24 7 like i always said when you see an actor do an interview Still something off still... about the guy regardless. See? Shante said her uh her, her uh public court public did, opinion ain't changed. Dang, y'all still think he's guilty? And she now, said something off about him. Is he, I mean, I've you seen, said something off about him. I did. And in in his interviews, he has a lot of it seem seemingly has a lot of chaotic energy in him. Like he, he kind of twitches and kinda has a lot of erratic behavior. That MK Ultra programming. So, yeah. So yeah, so this came out and people were saying, oh, "This defends him." You see, he got his lady with, he got his lady with him, Megan Good. We talked about that last week. The um, beautiful Megan Good, who happens to be a tether. She's a tether. She this, says she's from Barbados. This is what one person had to say uh, on social media. She's, "I'm having an issue with Jonathan Majors thing. I'm a believer of women, but I also understand how uniquely targeted black men and boys are by the cops. They're arresting him and not her when they have probable cause to arrest both." It's not sitting right with me. So obviously a lot of stuff came from this. People are coming to his defense now. Uh, we saw people walk back some of their takes. Some people, some people got stronger in it. I said, this George is just big money. He guilty gay. He's alternatively at fault. <laughs> but even when you get a slight win and headlines, somebody going to make sure you get a L too. Yeah. So right hit after piece. The, this was a hit piece, right after that news drop, this drop, with Rolling Stone, uh, Jonathan Major's extreme abuse allegedly goes back nearly a decade. Let me tell you something. This article is long as hell. They went through a, allegedly 12 women or 12 people who have known the history of uh, of Jonathan Major's. And <laughs> they all said it. <laughs> and this is why I was saying about modern, how people use language nowadays. This witchcraft language that we use. The word abuse now can mean a lot more things than it used to. Abuse used to mean somebody is doing something to you you don't want done. They're abusive towards you. They're hitting you or something like Physically. that. Physically. And even somewhat emotionally can be used. Now, the threat of or intimidation can be considered abuse now. So all throughout this article, they kept using the word abusive, threatening. They kept using the word, uh, these words that Let's be honest, I kind of attribute it to intimidation. Which is funny because how is he intimidating 10 years ago when we saw how he looked? He was a skinny little dude that was, uh, what, at Yale? He went to Yale, yeah. A a drama major or something? And they try to say that his his methods were scary and intimidating. It's like, well, he's a method actor. Well, sometimes they have to go to a dark place. We heard what what, uh, Damson Idris said. He had to pray to the devil to prepare for that role. I'm just saying. But anyway, Major was abusive with his partners, aggressive on sets, and a source of toxicity at Yale. Two dozen sources tell Rolling Stone Major vehemently denies all accusations. So I'm not going to read the article, but yeah, they kind of just went through, created a it whole timeline. It was a good timeline. hit piece. Huh? It was a good hit piece. It definitely was a good. I don't think so, <laughs> a lot more people read this and went, but where's the abuse? Like, you, you should be able to name an, an incident where he abused someone. George said it's a woman's world. But his feminine energy is making a difference. <laughs> uh, them, them big, big lips. lips not scary. They're sickling all them dudes in Atlanta. 
Who big, li- who, who big lips he talking about? He's talking about Jonathan Majors. So you looking at Jonathan Majors' lips instead of looking at Megan Good's big lips? <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. Good lips. Although, George, we, uh, did, some, I, you we know, did some research on, you know, Atlanta and its alleged um, a connection with, you know, a certain lifestyle. And California seemed to be a little higher on the list. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right, let me. Uh, Californians, they thugs in the streets. <laughs> let me just. Well, we saw what came up last they be on, them, them Californians be on their knees for, uh, for them Hispanics. He said, nah, Atlanta is mostly black. So that makes it, wow. makes it worse. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 2023 BT draws 2.8 million total viewers. How many of y'all watch the BT Awards? Ain't nobody watch that shit. I watch some clips. Out of everybody in the chat, who you think would watch it? Shante? Maybe. Did you watch the BT Awards, it was, a, it was a hip-hop. It was a 50th anniversary of hip-hop, so there were some performances there that, you know. The difference is Atlanta is our people, minus Travis. He don't count. I don't live in Atlanta. <laughs> you don't live nowhere near Atlanta. I did. <laughs> you fucking nope. crazy. I don't, I don't live in Atlanta. Shanti said, hell no, she didn't watch it. Damn. Uh, Y'all ain't want to support I know, Regina, media? I know Regina didn't watch it. I know KD didn't watch it. And watch them be the ones that actually watch it. See? Brilliantly flawed. Uh, Peace to the guys. What up, what up, what up, bro? Brilliantly Flawed might have watched that shit. Brilliantly Flawed, did you watch the BT Awards? Well, they're, they're you know, celebrating the BT it was, it was pretty ratchet. You're from a ratchet area. <laughs> so I would think you would be entertained by the BT Awards. So they celebrated the hip-hop 50th uh, year anniversary. They uh, they did a Busta Rhymes tribute uh, for Lifetime Achievement Award. Um he said BT held his annual show on Sunday, June 25th, with a celebration of 50 years of hip hop um, anchoring the program. 2023 BT Awards nearly brought in 3 million television watchers. According to the press release from the uh, network, this year's BT Awards amassed 2.8 million total viewers across nine Paramount channels. Around 1.8 million viewers watched the ceremony on BET. That shit shouldn't have got 50 views. <laughs> the audience have spoken. Coach's biggest night is now hip-hop's biggest night, says uh, Connie Orlando, BT EVP, specialist from uh, music programming and music strategy. Orlando adds, we, haven't, uh, we couldn't have done it without our amazing production team and our talented group of artists who came together and give hip-hop its flowers and all the lovers of the culture who watched live and tuned in across every platform to make this year's BET 23 Awards another great success. There was a time when I made time for BET Awards, but it fell all the way off. BET was yes, integral. that's when. Go ahead. Go ahead. You go ahead. That's when you actually had star with star power and talented people going on BET Awards. Now they just let anybody in. They let tethers in across all across the world into the shit. Don't nobody want to see that shit. And that's what we talked about last when we talked about hip hop not having a number one. Which, by the way, according to them, hip hop now has a number one album with Little Uzi Vert. You get it, Little Uzi Vert, Lucifer. Damn, he said, "Fuck the EBT awards." <laughs> but uh, that's what we were talking about last two weeks ago when we said there are no new superstars in hip hop. Really, you can talk about in black media in general. Who's the new superstar actor? Who would that be? Are we going to consider? It? I mean, can we consider uh, what's his name, dude from Creed, not Jonathan Majors, the other one, Jordan? Yeah, Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. Is he considered a young actor? He's been around forever, though. That's my point. Jonathan Majors might be the the newest one. I I can't recall when I when I fell out of B 
out of the BT awards or any awards for that matter, but it's been years providing awards where people do the same thing the best. <laughs> exactly. Nothing new, no, nothing innovative. I would say, I would say it probably was around 2013 was the last time people really cared about the BT awards. Probably 2013, 2014, one of those. Yeah. I, I can't believe it got 2.8 million. That's pretty on the low end. It said rap stars like Lil Uzi Vert, Lotto, Offset, and Quavo performed at 2023 BET Awards. And nothing, they, they allow certain people, uh, what's that girl name? Um, Ice Spice. Ice Spice. Who look, she, she's so funny looking. She's weird looking. 10, 15 years ago, she don't get on stage. Like, you don't get on stage after being popular for a year or two. Like, and you get to perform three songs? Three songs. And they have people <laughs> who had was, hits or doing the pre-shows. It, it it had legendary groups and music artists in the pre-event show. Prime Mob. Prime Mob and all. Knuck if you buck. What the hell? So as you can see, they had a... They, they I mean, wars. what type of views were they getting before? What did you say was a little higher last year? Well, if I'm not, not mistaken, mistaken, last year it got 3.2, something like that. The history of the BT Let me look this up right quick. Uh, John Legend was there. I don't think so. I think that's okay. When somebody didn't show up, they would throw a picture. They just throw a picture of them up there. Um, Ratchet Awards. BlackRock and J.P. Morgan purchasing Ukraine was more entertaining. <laughs> Hold on, y'all. Viewership by year. Um, BlackRock been buying up a lot of things. Hold on, hold What's on. the name of that? What is it? Is that the name of that company that's been going around yeah, buying all these buying trailer up parks? All the homes. They've been everything. buying up a whole bunch of trailer parks and shit. Yeah, they buying everything, and and uh, they not even remodeling or upgrading the trailers, but they going up on rent. Um, hold on, y'all. We had a family member <laughs> <laughs> that reached out. Was like, yeah, BlackRock got us. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so the peak year. The peak year in the BT Awards viewership was 2009 with 10 million. Was that a year Monique hosted? I don't remember. Oh, was that a year that the Smiths hosted? Uh, 2009 was Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. Oh, wow. Monique was. Did she. <laughs> Monique hosted it. She one, posted two, it back three, to back. Four, five years, four years in a row? One, no, two, she hosted three, it two four. years in a row. The third and fourth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Third and fourth. Three and four. So they got five million each those two years. Uh, Chris Rock did it in uh, 2014. Oh, we know that shit was. You got terrible. three million. I, I mean, sorry, I got, got seven it million just people. off his name. Seven million people in 2013. So yeah, I can't. I don't like his type of comedy. I don't like him. I guess I'm wrong. The last year, based off the numbers that people cared about the BT Awards, would be 2016. That's when it dropped back down to like 2000 and when it first started in 2001, which was five, four million. Oh, Shantae said, Monique might be why I fell off. No bullshit. Damn, wow. Well, you start watching the third, <laughs> the third time they did it. I think she did the most uh, creativeness. Jamie Foxx, I remember that. I remember when remember he serenaded, serenaded Serena Williams. I remember the Jamie Foxx. Is that when him and Fantasia kissed on stage? Uh, I don't remember. But that, that was the most successful year to date. Exactly, Shay. No fat meat on my viewing grill. <laughs> so yeah, if uh, it was a white woman that was fat, you wouldn't have a problem with it. <laughs> yeah, pig, you like skin? It seems uh, it was down at this point. The peak was in. They typically average about five to six, and now they're down to about two, three. Okay, twenty and twenty-one. By the way, they did one million. So during COVID, 
They did one million people both years. So I have a problem with you. Who are you talking to? Address the person you say you have a problem with. Say the name. Say the name. So BT Awards, SZA, Beyonce lead with most wins, including time for album of the year. Beyonce ain't never coming back to BT Awards. It's funny because I've never seen. Have they ever had a tie for an award at the BT yeah. Awards? <laughs> have they ever had a tie for the BT Awards? No, they've never had a tie. So they couldn't not give it to Beyonce, but they could also couldn't give it to the new person. How you doing, Honorable? They couldn't not give it to Beyonce, but they also couldn't not give it to Sydney. So. <laughs> Patty Bell. Uh, Pat, hold on. So Travis True in herself is a fat white woman. If you say so. <laughs> Patty LaBelle. Patty LaBelle knew what she was doing. She intentionally fucked up that Tina Turner uh, tribute. They put out a clip of her saying she went to hug uh, Tina. She said she had what kind of sweat? She said she was she was uh, moist. She said she was moist. So she, and she said, was like, "Yeah, I had been just off stage and I was working and I was, you know, sweaty." And ever since they had that beef been up ever since. So she made sure that when she died, she went to the BT Awards and act like she didn't know her song. I don't know the words. That's, then you should be doing a fucking tribute to somebody that you don't know the words to. They songs. That's terrible. Now, I'm going to go through this right quick. Album of the Year got a tie. We just said Sizzle Beyonce. <laughs> but Best Male R&B Artist or Pop Artist got a tie as well with Chris Brown and Usher. <laughs> so this is a build-up to verses? I've been saying that. I've been saying that for like two years, I think, at some point. Look at Damien Idris, Best Actor. Well, who was the other people in the category? Jonathan Major wasn't even in the category. Well, he couldn't be. He's under. Michael B. Know. Jordan was in there. So they gave Angela Bassett best actress. We know. They well, that's that. the makeup for her not getting that Oscar. Yeah. This girl right here, Marcia Martin. So now George is talking shit about Lizzo. He tired of seeing her blubber posted everywhere on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Angel, I was surprised by Sportswoman of the Year. I ain't gonna lie. I thought they're gonna give it. I knew they were going to give it to, I mean, not surprised. I knew they were going to give it to Angel Reese, but. Who was the other person I thought they Shikari, might give it to? Shikari, I thought Shikari, they should have gave it to Shakiri. Her name ain't Shakari, it's Shakiri. Yeah. Jalen Hurts got Sportsman of the Year. So, anyway, you know, it is what it is. But uh, let's talk about the other stuff that happened at the award show. I've never seen BT Awards. Maybe, I'm, maybe I haven't watched it a lot, but y'all tell me my crazy. I've never seen this. At the BT Awards. At first, I thought that was Nicole TV. <laughs> but she ain't really, she ain't skinny enough. She real skinny. I've never seen this at the BT Awards. I've never seen it either. Hoes, low-class low, low hoes. <laughs> see how you talk about a black woman? Now, look at this. I'm not going to play the sound. I just want you to see. Now, according, apparently they were. Uh, DJing at the BET Awards. I've never seen that on any awards. <laughs> This is crazy. And they had the, the pregnant woman twerking. <laughs> and she run around talking about she's going to be a great mother. Well, Sean Rock, you a great job right now. I've been still in trust. Everyone. The, uh, that's ghetto. So you watch too, huh? Oh, shit. All right, let me, uh, I want to show a little bit more. Uh, Brandon Floyd said Claire Huxable would never. <laughs> it's funny because, yeah, Claire Huxable thing. They were saying she was bougie. Oh, who said she was bougie? Oh, uh, it's Kiki, uh, Kiki Palmer. Kiki Palmer said bougie. She was a little bougie, though. And I want to say this, too, because 
a couple weeks ago when we talked Hold about... Hold on, y'all can't blame Tyler Perry production. He has not taken over BT Awards yet. Yeah, he, I don't think his cane went This is the white woman that's running this shit now. Let me say this. A couple weeks ago when we said who we want to run to be, run BT, we made the point that we do we want to go back to music. And I remember Honorable Sienna said, no... Because all you're gonna do is hey, promote. Honor, <laughs> hold on, let, give her her hand, give Honorable Sienna her round of applause. She said all they're gonna do is promote. Honorable Sienna was absolutely right when she said no BT should not be made into a music channel because the only thing they're gonna be playing and heavily promoting if, is Afro beats. And I'd be damn machine line. They had a what's his name, Davido. Think about this once again. Ten years ago, he don't touch the stage. They get their wars behind the stage. Like they literally was, it was a whole controversy where they gave them. They, hold on, Honorable Sienna said, "Did this on? Did this air on TV? <laughs> we never got behind the scenes from the audience, so we don't know how they were acting." Wow, <sighs> this is terrible. Like, I do not want to hear no Mufasa music. They they got mad when they they also brought. Hold on. They also brought someone else on stage. Because um, I, I don't think they, maybe in the last four years, they probably have brought up brought up um, people from other countries to, to perform in the international awards. Now, look at this. Who is that? This is, you know, the, the reggae sound. Uh, what I want to say. Look they're, at the they're, they're, they're the culture they're bringing on the stage. Oh, God. Yeah. It is what it is. But is black culture celebration? Uh, congratulations! That's not to, black culture celebration. That's black and tether culture celebration. Congratulations to BT for Fuck a successful BT. show. Run that Tyler Perry! Run that shit into the ground. We know that's what you're gonna do anyway. You want to run it to the ground? She don't have enough ass for that for the pass. <laughs> all right, I want to share all this clip. Disgraceful. What's that? Uh, what's the Lion King song? What? Uh, and death the what? disgrace. I don't know that one. No. The Lion King song? Uh-uh. I don't know that one. You don't know the fucking Lion King song. Man, I don't. It is what it is. I thought she was a dark skinned woman when I was young. Yeah. When you, when I look at when I always look at those pictures from the nineties, early two thousands, when you look at these people now, a lot She could have bleached. Well, it's possible. It's possible our honorable scene. Well, she could have bleached, bleached the shit out of her skin. You know that's what they do over there. <laughs> Let me show what Bumby had to say about hip hop. If you have a product or you present something to the public, nine times out of 10, Mexican Americans are gonna be your, not only your biggest customer base, but also your most consistent customer base. You know what I'm saying? That's just math. That's just basic math. And to not acknowledge that when we're talking about hip hop, look, if you make Houston rap music, nobody buys more of your music than Mexicans. No one comes to your shows more than Mexicans. No one buys more of your merch more than Mexicans. Play your music. It's just, it's a numbers thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's important that we acknowledge their participation and their love of the culture. Mm. So I wanted to make sure that when Houston hip hop was on that stage at the rodeo, that a Mexican American could look at that stage and see themselves on that stage too. Nobody runs you out of your hood more than Mexicans. <laughs> Nobody gets more than your front of actions than Mexicans. Well, well, first, before we get, is he Ask wrong? Ask George. Is he wrong? Is he wrong for what? Is he wrong about that being the, the facts? Uh, you know what? I just, it, it, it wasn't nothing he needed to say publicly. Oh, don't say it publicly. 
<laughs> it's shitting on black people. It makes it seem like black people don't support black people. When he, I, I don't know. When he said it's a numbers game, would you trying to say that it's just more than? <laughs> Go ahead. He, Honestly, this dude is a clown. We lost the wrong member of the group. <laughs> Shout out. Rest in peace, Pimp C. I can't because the co-opting to the agenda. He wrong, dude. <laughs> no, according to you, he right. That's some shit that y'all uh, Californians would say. Man, we love the Mexicans. <laughs> now, I ain't gonna lie. I've seen some situations where they say something crazy and the niggas would be like, man, we gotta sit down and talk this out, man. He lied for the bag. He a part of the Black Caucus. <laughs> oh, yeah. He did say some crazy stuff during COVID, too. Him and, uh, what's his name? Slim. Slim, what's his name? Vac that thing up, right? No, that was uh, that was genuine. That was who? Not genuine, juvenile. Oh, that was, oh, you right? Who that just was did a time by the way. Pretty good. What's his name? Uh, Slim. Slim, Slim Thug. Thug. Slim Thug said some foul shit too, or some slick shit. Yeah. All right. I got a Mexican side piece, but that's a different story. All right, here he go. All right. One of the world's largest festivals of black culture is devoting a day to Nollywood for the first. Time. So the uh, um, uh, Essence Festival thing is going on, and now they're devoting the whole day to the Nollywood industry over in Nigeria. Remember, though, Essence is now owned by a was it was a Liberian man. Yep, I think it had the CEO of a Kenyan woman, if I'm not mistaken, or yep. something like that. So that's what I'm saying. Do black Americans own anything that's supposed to be well, black? Well, Essence was started in the late 60s, early 70s by but, like five people. I, I, we think they were African-American. Yeah, and then they sold it in 2000 to Time Inc. Probably white people. And then 20, uh, that is white people. And then in 2018, uh, the I, Liberian dude, Liberian dude bought it. Liberian dude bought it. So If we can't beat them, beat they back out. Learn, son, Learn. Even with the number game, he wrong. They keep pretending like they this big ethnic group. Well, they just said that they're now the number one uh, 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 group in Texas. So Shante said that that lady was a dark skin. <laughs> I remember identifying with the brown skin and on my... screen. Someone that looked like me. I told she bleached the shit out of her skin. Essence got sold. Yeah, Essence being got sold. Twenty eighteen, some uh, Liberian dude bought it. Yeah. They're a big group, and the more they organize, but the Mexicans support Mexicans, and they definitely don't support blacks. Remember that they woman get said paid in more not to support blacks. Remember what that uh, councilwoman in California said when she said, uh, F him, he's with the blacks. Yeah, <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> For the first time, Essence Best was celebrating African-American culture in the United States for more than two decades. is devoting a day to Nigeria's Nollywood film industry, the most prolific in Africa. Starting in the mid-1990s, Essen Festival of Culture has evolved into one of the world's largest celebrations of black music and culture, bringing tens of thousands of attendees to New Orleans each year. Uh, she's, this person right here is leading the delegation of Nigerian actors and filmmakers to the festival, set to run from July 29th to July, June 29th to July 3rd. This year is nothing like what we've ever seen before at Essence, uh, who runs a talent management and com, content creation distribution company in Lagos. I mean... It, we we already knew when they said they bought. I mean, what's the other magazine that's my Ebony? Wasn't Ebony purchased by a now ran by an African person? I think she's uh, Kenyan. Yeah, I think that might be. Yeah, and uh, they they said they're going to center Africa more. So it is what it is. Um, uh, it's strange how the community didn't even acknowledge the change in her opinion. What up, Davies? I think we just used to it. It's a good business move to rap and tell. 
Tanali Wood. Tap. Sorry for the typo. So yeah, I mean they seem, typos. They said they want their magazine and their they said they want their magazine and their media to be more uh, How's it? Do you think it's a do you think it's a good business move for them to tap into Nollywood? Yeah, if they're yeah, they're African. Why would I not use a a magazine or a brand that's already big in this country, America? Why would I not use that to export my culture globally? Or just to America in general. But this is you saying that's because that's his culture? He's trying to export Africa to America now. But he's Liberian. I just say he's trying to export Africa to okay. America. So anything African, he's gonna push into the magazine that's already got a uh, a brand. Um, <laughs> I think he said it's cool typos is life, but Travis is not living. Uh, Tap the like button. <laughs> Dang, gonna hit that like, like button, brilliantly flawed. Oh, Thank you. <laughs> Fuck Nollywood. Brilliantly, yeah. I tap all the time. Do you? Think? All right. Speaking of that, I lost the magazine mogul new venture. During the uh, 2020... Exactly, Honorable C. I'm sorry, dude. Who watches Nollywood movies? We watch Nollywood movies that laugh. <laughs> and it's sad because I'm starting to see some black American films kind of resemble... Wow. Oh, oh, you didn't say this too? I didn't say nothing. Leave me alone. Oh, you I didn't, didn't say, say nothing. Leave me alone. Now you're trying to say I'm snitching or something. We, we, <laughs> we've watched Nollywood movies on YouTube to just laugh at it because it's, it's, it's bad. I'm going to be honest. But I've seen some movies. Look at Regina. Some of the Hollywood movies are pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch that shit. I'll be laughing at some of the Hollywood. Hollywood movies. movies are funny. Not because I'm laughing at the jokes that I don't know what they're saying. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I'll just be laughing at the situation. Like this is, just, this is. I, I I'll tell you what. I I've never. I said that. I said. Okay, Nollywood movies. They do a lot of uh, romance drama movies. Same thing as Black Americans. But theirs are just. <laughs> they don't have you a... see somebody with a nice car, living in a hut, and it's like, oh, how the fuck go. y'all living in a hut? You gotta. I knew you gonna. You gotta talk your shit. Go ahead. <laughs> I just try to understand, you know. Be real, you know. But yeah, during the 2020 uh, George Floyd riots, he uh he was um they kind of want try to get him up out of here. They said how he was uh treating the black women, of the. Uh, magazine or the company even though the company is supposed to be <laughs> for black women they said that he was treating them like what they said they said he was misogynistic <laughs> they said he was uh they use every every ism you could think of they call him that but you get rid of him and a couple years he just stepped back in position like, all right we're done with the, the the headline play i'm getting this, I'm, is, my I'm, company, this is my company and i'm, running and I'm this gonna shit. run my company the way i want to whatever you do regina don't mention denzel it's what's on Netflix, not would because I skip over that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of that stuff on Netflix. No, here's the thing. I am an equal opportunist. Netflix, <laughs> Regina. <laughs> Netflix put a lot of money behind those movies you see on uh, on Netflix. So a lot of those ain't the real Nollywood movies. You want the real Nollywood movies? Go to movies, YouTube. You gotta go to YouTube. <laughs> it's pretty. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. It is. It's funny. But yeah. Um, it is what it is. All right, let's move on. All right. Speaking of BT, the owner, it's funny now they refer to him as Medea in the article. You who, think is, who, who is Medea? Tyler Perry. Wow, that's disrespectful. That's what I was thinking. 
It said a Medea and me <laughs> lend their voices of support to HHI families better to keep their land. Yep, Netflix is heavy on the Hollywood. Yeah, they're starting to put a lot of money behind. Uh, it's more funnier than Cat Williams. No. Don't disrespect Cat Williams, George. That's not, you tripping. It, it ain't that type of funny. No, let's be real. You laughing at it more than with them. <laughs> no, I've never laughed uh, with them. I've laughing always at laughed it. at it. I'm just being honest. We do that to a lot of our own movies, too. It is what it is. What movies? What's those movies on that? Uh, was not Zeus. What's that other one? There ain't no Tubi? movies on Zeus. Those are Tubi reality day? TV shows. I've been seeing clips of movies that look really, really low budget. I think it's Tubi. One of those. And people be laughing at the scenes, not with them. That's just the truth. Okay, I'm done. Go, go ahead to the article. Talk about our own. Then we got to we got to stop. Then, but uh, I'm done. Netflix. Shows Netflix are shows are horrible at best. At best. Tubi, yeah, that is KDS Tubi. <laughs> Tubi. <laughs> Some of those shows is terrible. <laughs> Good lord. KD, watch it. You laugh at it. It's funny <laughs> to laugh at it. Support from national prominent entertainers and athletes continue to pour in from Hilton Head's uh, resident Josephine Wright and her legal struggle against developers suing her. With screenwriter and film producer Tyler Perry voicing his support alongside rapper Meek Mill. Wright's story has now been reported nationally and in the United Kingdom after she and her family went uh, first went public with a lawsuit. Developers building a 147-unit neighborhood next to her 1.8 acres of land uh, uh, filed for an alleged encroachment onto their property, which uh, surrounds her parcel on our size. On Sunday, NBA star Kyrie Irving donated 40K to the family's GoFundMe page to pay their legal defense. Now, Perry, most well-known for his various films and stage plays starring his character Medea, has drawn Wright's uh, fights further into the spotlight. Now, this ain't over the house. This is over land. Did they take the picture of the house out? The house was on there? Yeah, they, remember, I showed you the house. But it's 1.8... Acres. Can we say Netflix is putting money into the films after learning about the Squid Games drama? Well, I think Netflix is trying. Netflix is running out of. Um, they're running out of uh, shows because a lot of the shows that they had on there, they should have kept the Punisher. A lot of those networks they got them from want their shows to be exclusive to their platform, like Disney. Yeah, Disney. All those they took all their shows off. Really, you need to upgrade to a Fire Stick. So they need shows. So that's why you see them going to Asian countries, India. They're going to Middle East, Africa. They're trying to get shows from anywhere they can get them from so that they can have content. They're they spending that. a lot of money on movies and shows. Katie says she don't watch them. <laughs> yeah, I know. I George don't said, them. just look at Cuties. Yeah, Cuties. That was You that, watch Cuties by yourself? That was a very uh, controversial. And, and the fact that Netflix felt brave enough to buy the rights to it and try to put that's crazy. But anyway, uh, what do you got to say about this? It's over land, not just a house. Tyler Perry and all these other celebrities are trying to help them. Yeah. That's a good thing. Finally. Cause you, you, Oh, what did you say? You said that. Why don't he just, yeah. At first I said, why do, why don't he just, um, purchase it for, but she said, no, it, it, it wasn't just one thing. It was a, it was bigger than one, bigger than that. But I said, well, it's good that they're helping her. So they're trying to save her home. I'm trying to find a picture. Good for Tyler Perry, uh, Kyrie Irving and everybody else that's involved. Now what you got to say? <laughs> now what you got to say? Okay, you got it. Clean it up very well. You got it. You got it. I did not. <laughs> no, you did, Travis. <laughs> yeah, George. Switch it up. That's what you do. I hope the elder wins and can keep her land. I hope so too, Regina. Tyler doing nothing. 
for the attention. So wow, he just doing this for attention. Was he doing it for attention when he invited uh, Megan and uh, Harry to come live at his mansion? That was bullshit. He's just a good person. He's a good Samaritan, a fellow. To help anybody out. Help everyone in need. Sounded like LeBron lent his name, not his money. That's true. There's a couple people that y'all hate, don't you? Oh, yeah, there's a few. There's a few out there that, you know, you say their name and they spit on you. Oh, yeah. Ice Cube vows to take on gatekeepers working against the big three. Wow. LeBron, LeBron his and his pink, pink pussy skirt. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, someday he bring the anger, the venom out of y'all. Good Lord. He talking about everything. You see, y'all see, uh, what's her name? The white girl say that they never had dealings. Yeah, brilliant. I got the pictures. <laughs> you got the pics. You gonna blackmail them? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me move on to this. Ice Cube said he's going to the gatekeeper. What you think? Uh, Ice Cube ain't gonna do shit. The, the, those gatekeepers are Jews. He's saying and that, those Jews like fuck you. He's saying that the NBA is going out of their way to harm his league. They they would. Go ahead, Finn. Go ahead. Why wouldn't they? You you are a you're not really a competitor. To them, they see no, it as a threat. Well, I will say, two years ago, the NBA was helping push the big three. But they were looking at the big three as an extension of them when a player reached a certain age. Because the big three was older players retired. So the NBA was using the big three as, okay, we got the G League for the new players that's coming in, and we'll have the big three for the older players that's retired. So you hit 30, 32, 33, you're out of the league, you can go play for the big three. So the NBA was helping push them. He was on ESPN, all that stuff. Something happened in the last two years where they just said, Yeek, no, we don't want to be associated with you no more. They, like, they're going out of their way to harm the big three. They are going out of their way to harm them. But hey, if you're going to fight, if you're going to fight them tiny hats, be prepared to fight them tiny hats. But I wonder if it has anything to do with college basketball. Because college basketball is about to drop at this point because players can now go to the NBA without going to college for a year. So college basketball, the top five players that were just drafted didn't go to college. They went to other they went other routes to get to the NBA. So what's the point of going to college if you play sports now? Now exactly. If you're a young player and you don't get drafted, you could have went to the big three. Bing. So now they're like, well, we're gonna cut it off Bing. and make these players go do some form, go Bing. to the G League or something. Bing. All right, what what are they saying? Uh, George said he spreads LeBron's pink pussy skirt pictures all over Facebook. <laughs> Honorable said, I was a little jaded by the Colorado story and GoFundMe. Do, do I initially overlook this? Glad I got the, glad it got the attention it needed. Yeah, yeah. Ice Cube is Cointel, pro agent and control opposition. I agree. What is this rabbi? Oh, you talking about Brian Rabbi? I was surprised. When I, no, when you I talking about you, you talking about uh, you talking about uh, Ice Cube uh, oh, yeah. Rabbi? Ain't you brilliant? You, got one too, yeah. you probably got one too. They all got damn rabbis. This is crazy. He too old to have an effect. <laughs> he just playing a man in his late age. <laughs> it's always strange to me that other black men don't ever support Ice Cube initially. Very strange. Initially, I agree. why is it strange? Let me say this. Honorable, I use this. I use a sermon. <laughs> he's saying he's like he freight. Back in the nineties, we know Ice Cube was considered a rebel, rebel or agent of chaos. He was completely against the system. He was with NWA niggas with attitude. I, he was against Hillary. He was against all them, uh, the Clintons. He I was. Go ahead. I can agree with Honorable. He does seems like he's a good guy. His his intentions are genuine. I just say anybody that's in that industry. Just not gonna get trusted. They can't be trusted. They've been compromised. But in the nineties, he talked all this big stuff, 
And then he went, he did some type of shout out or something to Farrakhan. Or not Farrakhan. Yeah, Farrakhan, I think it Farrakhan. was. Farrakhan. And what happened was the the industry kind of went in on him. And then he came out and apologized and denounced a lot of stuff. What's the other guy's name? The bald-headed brother, Muhammad something. Very strong speaker. Muhammad. Uh... You know what I'm talking about, don't you? He was a part of the, I think he was part of the Nation of Islam. K- K- Khalil, Muhammad Khalil, or some Khalil Muhammad. They don't tell you anything. They gonna One tell of those. You. He came out, he said, because Ice Cube was apparently was really. I, you damn sure didn't type in that sentence. I wasn't even going to bother reading it. Because after you said the Khalil, devil yeah, seems Khalil. like an angel of light, honorable, I Khalid. just said, fuck it. I think, yeah, Khaled, that's his name. He came out and said, Ice Cube <laughs> turned, <laughs> turn, he said he melted. Basically saying he folded to the pressure of the industry. Muhammad. Yeah, he's Muhammad uh, Khaled. He turned his back on his beliefs. So it seems like after doing that, you saw IT going to the more. He started playing cop roles. He started playing in kids' movies. He started trying to change his image and soften it up. Yes. And now he's, he's trying to go to back the to hard. what he really believed and show love. Which I'm is about too late. To, yeah, it's kind of over now. How would they get kind of there now? Yeah, when you when you consider the hidden hand of compromised black people involved in boule, Greek letter uh, frats, and secret societies, it is wise to use discernment. I agree with Gina. But I think... It, <clears throat> okay, the devil seems like an angel of light, honorable. Does that make him honorable? <laughs> there you go, George. We the best. <laughs> well, I, can, I, I will say this, though. When he came out with his country for black America, I expected a lot more support from that. Just for that itself. Vivica, I'm not talking about. Uh, I'm not talking about the women. We, we talking about black men. Okay. I expected black men to get behind that more, but they kind of just stood maybe on they, the sidelines. Maybe we just, just not falling for the okie doke no more. Um, Ice Cube has voiced his frustrations with the opposition he and the Big Three have received over the years, particularly from gatekeepers in the sports world. The rap veteran and founder of the league took to Twitter over the weekend to air his grievances, defiantly stating that he refuses to be part of their club. Now, he's saying a lot of this came because he posted, or sorry, because he uh, came out and uh, did the um, the contract with Black America. I'm going to go ahead and show what he had to say. Yo, what's cracking? You know what it is. Hello, what's uh, anyone who supports Farrakhan needs to be publicly attacked because he has been nothing but a distraction for our people. There's definitely people. I'm going to say another name that people might not. He don't got to worry about that. The Jews going to make sure his ass is attacked. There's another name. There are certain people, and I agree with Honorable, there's certain people in our community that set up to tell some truth, but also to be a distraction. With reality is 90% of perception and 10% reality. Some people are meant to just to make you uh, overstimulate you with information. Some of it real, some of it false. Another person who did that, and this is just, this is just the truth, Dick Gregory. Dick Gregory said a lot of things that were true, but he also said a lot of things that were not true. Yeah, like... Uh... What? The Trump thing? <laughs> <laughs> the Trump thing where he said there was two Trumps and... Hold on now, I, believe, not I believe there is two Trumps. When he said he's not going to win or something. No, he said he was going to win. One of those, and you know... Umar He's a Mason, and they uh, associate with Scientology. Umar, a definite, a definite distraction. Why? Why every? Why every show y'all talking about Doctor Umar Johnson? Gregory, Gregory was, was a clown. A clown. I'm not, you know, you can have your opinion. I never <laughs> wow. think the man was a clown, but he definitely was somebody who was used <laughs> to push certain uh, messages throughout the black community. Anyway, let me show what uh, Cube had to say. I like Ice yeah, Cube. I like YouTube, but when it comes to Hollywood, it's fifty fifty. What's the support? That's not? true. 
Um, and some of you may not have realized <laughs> um, that I'm not part of the club. And a lot of you listening to me right here, right now, you're not part of the club either. And what I realized with the club is what makes them so mad is when you don't want to be a part of <laughs> No sound. Forget you, bro. No sound. Fucking club. That pisses them off. No, you're not clown, but big ass goof. What club am I talking about? <laughs> I'm talking about the club of gatekeepers that we all got to deal with. You know who they are, and they definitely know who they are. Um, a lot of people would be like, what, who, who, who? Come on, man, stop playing. So, ever since, ever since I put out the contract with Black America, you know they've been fucking with me. Here and there, this and that. But it's cool, you know. <laughs> I expect that. Um, you know, I've been working with, you know, on the big three for a long time. And you know how they've been fucking with me with that. I done made it, you know, plain, simple, and clear. What they've been doing, you know, the NBA been fucking with us. Now... A lot of people might say, like, well, but Cube, you want to work with the NBA. Really, I don't give a fuck about working with the NBA. What I want them to do when I say work with us is to stop working against us. Stop doing that bullshit behind the scenes that we know you're doing. Um, mainstream media, you know, they ain't fucking with us. And that's cool. We can do it ourselves. You know what I'm saying? We still on the rise without these motherfuckers. So. So I do like the fact that when he spoke on this, he didn't say I need their help. He said, just leave us alone and we'll build it ourselves. That's a good thing I want you to uh, get across. But go do something right quick. Um, well, let me get to it. Go ahead, go ahead. Shante, I feel like people have the utmost respect for Ice Cube, but don't take him seriously. Hold on. Maybe it's because of the past. Who's another person who said, oh, Nick Cannon. Nick oh, Cannon Nick came Cannon. out and said what yeah. he said about who we are and all that stuff and tried to stand in. He, back, he backpedaled and now... He, he brought wanted, Professor Griff yeah, on his network, his channel, and shit hit the fan. Yeah, he wanted respect. He wanted to be seen a certain way. He finally had a chance to be seen that way, and he back Because he, he wanted folded. his ownership rights back to his damn network. So now he'll never be given that level of respect Okay, again. not a clown. A big-ass goofy. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> Majority of all these so-called black leaders are members of the Divine Nine, etc. Gatekeepers. Hold on. I found out about a new group. and Y'all tell me if y'all heard about this. There, there was a group of people who a guy said that he has a, a family member or knows somebody who's a family of a friend of his who every night he would get drunk and get belligerent and the police would pick him up. He would fight the police and all this stuff, but they wouldn't take him to jail. They would take him home. And he said, his family, he was black. And the family kept saying, why they, why they keep bringing you home? Why they want to arrest you and stuff? And he said, apparently there's a secret slave society that existed. There were, these people were slaves during you know the time of slavery, obviously. And they would revolt and they would fight. So they became this group that people didn't mess with. And they almost became like a secret bloodline, but they're not necessarily blood. I, this, this is from a, a dude on TikTok talked about this. I forgot his name. I should have got the video. 
but he was saying how there's this secret bloodline of black people who people almost treat with special with special gloves. Privileges. Yeah. So there's a whole no there's a whole bunch of groups that's amongst us that we don't even know about. Ice Cube a gatekeeper. His intentions are genuine and I like Ice Cube, however, real G's move on silence. Yeah, yeah, that's true. The revolution will not be televised. <laughs> the fake track Ice Cube gets no Vaseline when it comes to the people. <laughs> Ice Cube is not political. He needs to fund our grassroots and play his position, getting the bag and loving his family. Oh, pause. I said it before. You have. Why do celebrities always want to be the face of something? Sometimes you need to put your money in position to do what you wanted to do. Uh, select somebody who you ra- uh, raise them up, groom them to for the community. When and, I say groom them, I mean no, no, you're right. That's not just for celebrities though. That's for the community at large. Black people, if we really wanted to be a part of the political system, really, you would have people in your community whose entire being, entire raising them would be you're going to be this when you get older. So by the time they reach a certain age and they start going into positions of political power. They'll know everything they need to know. And if they don't do what they're supposed to do, you get them out of there. And you have another person who you've groomed Probably end up from being childhood. compromised. Huh? Probably end up being compromised. And you get rid of them. He could have just said, I'm under attack by the untouchables. <laughs> and we'll be making my rounds to discuss this further with the community. Yeah, you said go on the podcast. But he, the first place he went was Joe Rogan. Uh, wow, that's a white man. You know, I can't say but wait, so he's saying well he said he's gonna go to the biggest podcast there is to get the information to out to as much people as possible and then maybe we'll see where he goes brilliant next. don't be blind by his rainbow bright light R. <laughs> Kelly groom him right Travis <laughs> what well, well well the parents were sending him to them for him to for them to be it's groomed so if we're gonna too. blame him let's blame the, the parents, parents as well too. it's the kind of grooming you talk about Travis alright so Cube saying he gonna he going to war against the gatekeepers. I don't know how successful he'll be. He ain't going to damn war. We'll see. We'll see what happens with Cube in the next two years. Because 2024 is around the corner. He just gonna continue to get more moles on him. <laughs> That's a Negro for you. <laughs> All right. Hold on. All right, this story. Come on, man. All right. I'm sure y'all seen this story. Dude, don't be a re <laughs> I'm sure y'all have seen this story out of Chicago. Uh, a lot of discussions around it. We're going to speak about it now. Chicago mom accused of telling Thank son... Thank you, Honorable. None of our Kelly victims came from a broken home or a single mother. That's true. Her father was there. The and devil a lot of time, don't fight himself. <laughs> what? Just go ahead and read. Chicago mom accuses accused of telling son to shoot man sued sues police after murder charges dropped. The Chicago story. I'm sorry. Can you say it again? Chicago mom accused of telling son to shoot man sues police after charges dropped. Remember the Chicago mom. She was at the. Uh, she sued the police. Yeah, she's saying that they uh, they charged her and they, you know, and she didn't do anything wrong. Let me read the story. Chicago woman accused of telling her teen son to shoot a man at a hot dog stand when a man attacked her is suing the city and members of the police force after murder charges against her and her son were dropped. 
So basically, they were at a hot dog. They were at a restaurant or somewhere, a place to eat. Her and a black man, a black woman and a black man got into an argument. The temperature kept rising. He then went on his way to threaten her, saying, don't say nothing else. Don't say nothing else. And then he began to beat her. He kept hitting her a couple of times. It was, a, it was a, People were standing around. Nobody did nothing. Apparently before that, she texted her son who was in the car to bring the gun. The son, when he came to the store, he sees his man beating on his mom. So he shoots him in the back. The man runs out of the store. The son chases him, shoots him again. Now they said the, the original story was that this dude was in a store minding his business. This woman was skipping people in line. She was belligerent. He ended up getting into it with her. Then her son comes in with the gun. He runs and the son chases him and shoots him. That wasn't what happened. It was actually, um, he was hitting her and beating her and her son shot him. She has a, uh, what's it called to own the weapon. So it's not illegal. There's a legal firearm. So people ask the question, why is she stealing the police officers? Well, let's keep reading. Uh, Carlisha Hood, 35, was held to on a $3 million bail at a Cook County Jail after she was charged last week with first-degree murder and contributing to the delinquency of a minor in connection to the June 18th shooting uh, death of Jeremy Brown, 32. Hood was released from jail on Monday after Cook County State's, uh, State's attorney Kim Fox's office dismissed charges against her and her teenage son, who's 14. That same day, prosecutors told USA Today the state was unable to meet our burden of proof in the prosecution. A tort lawsuit filed on by Hood uh, Tuesday at Cook County Circuit Court names the city of Chicago and five police officers as defendants and alleges false arrest, malicious prosecution, and emotional distress. I've experienced pains in many ways that I would never have thought, the Associated Press reporter uh, reported Hood said after the charges were tossed. What happened to me was totally unnecessary. Never in a million years would I have imagined being brutally attacked, beaten, and being arrested. Let's think about this. Well, I, well, I'm gonna say this because there's a whole lot of stuff you people be saying about this. The immediate response for some dudes was, "Damn, she had her 14 year old son shoot this dude. What is going on?" Remember that story about the mom who had her son come kill a dude for cold fries or something? Yeah, this wasn't that situation. This wasn't a mother who was using her son as an attack dog for no reason. This was a woman who actually needed self defense. Although you can also say, Hey, I agree with Regina. You put your hands on a stranger, you get what you get. That's true. But also yeah. people can walk away. Exactly. From both parts. I'm not saying she did anything wrong. I'm not saying she did anything wrong, but this, this man could have been on drugs. Oh, well, he wasn't. So we don't, I'm just throwing I, I know, stuff out I know, there. I know, I know. Sometimes people are stressed out, have a lot of things going on in life. And you know, sometimes you could just be the bigger person and try to deescalate situations well and the part where he was telling her to shut up shut up shut the f- up and people was like well he was looking for any reason to hit her he was you kind of go right there in a in a perfect world somebody steps in and says hey chill out bruh they push her away and him away but nobody <laughs> everybody just stood there and let happen what's gonna happen the story was the story is the killer was impatient and was upset that she, that she was getting her order remade. It just so happened they, a black woman, last in line, captured the moment and shared it with the public. The only stress he had was being de- 
Travis not that big. He never practices what he preaches like a good Umar. So what you think? I think the situation could have been de-escalated. You think you think more so the people involved or somebody else, a third party should have stepped in? I think a third party should have stepped in. But what but if there was men in that room, what does it say about those men in that room? Black women are not protected. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say this. <laughs> Why didn't those men in that room not even look to defend her, but also protect him from himself? Now I know the stories of dudes who get involved with domestic situations, even though they weren't they weren't in a relationship or nothing. But domestic situation, a dude gets involved, and next thing you know, the woman the one that stabbed him. And then get in the car with the dude that was beating on her and drive away. So we know those stories of dudes, people getting involved and end up getting harmed themselves. So a lot of people tend to mind their own business now. But I think somebody should have got involved at that point. I'm oh, sorry, y'all. Uh, they was all wrong. I agree. There's a lot of stuff that went into this that led to the death of somebody or maybe the rightful protection of another. So it is what it is. But I will say this. I'm hoping that the son is able to get a grasp of what happened truly. Because once I'm once you you know, you hear you see these stories, you read these books about people who take the life of somebody and it can have an impact on them mentally and psychologically. So I'm hoping that he's had somebody sit him down and explain to him the situation that happened. And, uh, yeah, cause hopefully he don't get older and just think, yeah, just shoot somebody. That's the way you just, <laughs> you can just shoot people. But we'll see. Young woman and the person who filmed the moment. There's an interview of her meeting the girl who filmed the moment. Son is John Moran. <laughs> Now, hopefully, hopefully uh, things end up for them. But as far as the lawsuit, what you think? You think she got a real... I, I don't know <laughs> how she can sue them. I don't think she has a lawsuit. You All they know is coming on the scene, They're, somebody was shot and killed. Somebody got to get charged. You, Your son ran out of the... Has there been any attention? Any Has there been any mention of where the 14-year-old son got the weapon from? It's his, it's his mother's gun. That she has a uh, legal firearm. Yeah, she, she had a legal firearm. It was in the it. car. The he glove, was in the car with. He was in the car with the apartment weapon. of the car. Yeah. So he she she texted him and told him, "Bring the gun." So he came in and saw the man beating on her. And now I will say she also told the boy to shoot him. And allegedly, I don't know if this part is true. She also told the boy to shoot a witness. To shoot another person who was there because I guess they said something to her or came on to her. So I don't know. She has a case because where did the uh, the text narrative come so from? So is that considered false as well? The text narrative that she did not text him to tell him oh, to bring wow. the weapon? And the chase narrative. They, well, they said that uh, he shot him in the back in the store. And then when he ran, he chased him out of the store and shot him again to kill him. She did all that with her Rachel ass. Oh, That's hey, a new one, ain't it? Hey, Rachel? <laughs> is, that what the, is that what the black woman get called? Rachel? <laughs> All right, let me show you. Because I don't, the, the story that he, he intentionally spelled ratchet, by the way. <laughs> he intentionally spelled ratchet wrong. There's a, this, the, when I watch this video right here, 
what they're saying happened versus what I think is happening is two totally different things. Uh, this guy here, he said, this is going to walk and still carry such an important constitutional right. Pregnant woman in Texas is approached by an armed robber. He pistol whips the man she's with. She shoots him multiple times in the innocent lives. See you another day. But I don't think that's really what happened in this video. Let me just play what happened. Houston robber fucks around and finds out. Okay, so this guy in pink attempted to rob a lady. She calls for her husband who's inside a convenience store. And he comes out and she's explaining everything to him. Look what this guy is doing. The robber still doesn't even want to settle down. Really? Look at him. Look at him. So I'm not gonna show the rest. This is the part the dude she was with, but it showed him getting out of the car that the dude was in with an assault rifle. But he's also getting in the green car that drove away. So apparently that's the guy. He said that's her that's the dude she was with or her husband or something. But I don't I don't think so. I I was I this story was yeah. I don't think that's what I happened. I think it was a drug deal that went wrong. No sound. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this is what happened in this video. Something tells me they know each other, and this ain't just some robber trying to trying to get something off of her, and she calls somebody, because he doesn't look threatened right here. This man has a gun in his hand. They know he got a gun in his hand, and he doesn't look threatened. If she's telling him he's a robber, there's no way he comes out this calm, and there's no way she's this calm. Good news, peep exclusive. I don't think they he was trying to, I think this is a dispute they had. I think this is some type of dispute they had. Maybe you said possibly a drug deal gone bad it's or something. A drug deal gone bad. Um, Can you play the full clip? I didn't see the other part. <laughs> all right, I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it. Houston robber fucks around and finds out. Okay, so this guy in pink attempted to rob a lady. She calls for her husband who's inside a convenience store and he comes out and she's explaining everything to him. Look what this guy is doing. The robber still doesn't even want to settle down. I think she hit him. He's going to fast forward past this part to show this part. In this entire uh, situation, okay, robbery gone bad. They're looking for them to talk to them. <clears throat> throw that shit, Look, I bet he put that gun down now. All right, so that's the guy in the green charger. Look what he had on him at the scene. And that's the charger plate. Be on the lookout, folks. So is he the robber? <laughs> I'm confused. Like, what, what is going on? Y'all tell me what y'all think. Going to be. I don't think this is no robber situation. Well, one, don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Brainly flawed, don't give a damn. That, I don't think there's no <laughs> robber situation. That's some, some other stuff going on right there. All right, let me show this. What car did the couple get out of? It didn't. Uh, it didn't. It show. never showed what car they got out of. It, it just showed, showed the Hispanic being in multiple cars. It shows him pulling or having a weapon inside of the gray truck, but all, his car was the green. But that car drove off when the shots fired. <laughs> so he was in a car with somebody. Else. I don't know. <laughs> that story crazy. All right, let me. Uh, Milwaukee State Senator says F the suburbs doing heated debate about crime spending, crime spreading from major cities to quiet neighborhoods, and critics are comparing to Hillary Clinton's basket of deplorables. Let me just play the video. Please don't play an ad. I don't want to see it. I want to have to. And you definitely gonna do it. Hold on. <laughs> Thank you.
videos on that website so i'm just gonna go here and play this one all right load 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 please please load harry travis workout playlist <laughs> damn y'all fucked up damn. why y'all always talking shit about me i don't understand why play this what did Fuck i do to y'all because they don't know a goddamn thing about how life is in the city <laughs> Fuck the suburbs <laughs> because they don't know a goddamn thing about how life is in the city do we okay i got a question do we think you could be sitting in office, <laughs> she did what she said. She went to go and do one turn and get the cow and say what she got to say. She did what need to be done. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's a lot of backlash that came from that, obviously. I don't, I don't think you can get it. <laughs> Like, who likes cosplay as any <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord. <sighs> I mean, we all agree with it, but you can't say it. You just. All right. Quick story. I'm not going to spend time with it. This is just funny to me. My fiance mailed me term and sandwiched me to pregnant. And what the fuck did you do about it? Make it is them? He his ass cheesing like he did something. Yeah, yeah, yeah she gonna be printing them. <laughs> shit, <or> shit. <laughs> shit is so done. It's pointless. <laughs> yeah, hey, let me move forward now. I just want to talk about this. This is funny. All right, you better have your brother do it. Unless you get out anytime soon. Who brother? Oh, you like his brother? His brother. That's what. That's what did in the Bible. Former Maryland police chief accused of setting 12 revenge fires sentenced to multiple life terms. So you got a police police chief who was burning people's properties down as revenge. A police chief. They said it happened <laughs> over the last, what, is it two decades or something? He burned down 12 properties. Once air touches fire. <laughs> hey, I guess they said anything at this point. But ain't it his wife? It was fiance. So he can't get conjugal visits yet, right? Who knows, who knows how long that's been his fiance? <laughs> Two weeks. <laughs> Hell, sometimes it's years. Well, yeah, that too. But I doubt he would do a string it along in prison. I mean, you might well tie the knot in prison. You ain't got no, you got enough to do. Well, we don't know how much time he got. If, if he's sending semen through the damn mill, he in there for a minute. <laughs> he in there for a while. <laughs> he ain't getting out no time soon, more than likely. He rubbing his hands after he's yeah. yeah, got me one my my little baby coming. <laughs> yeah, okay. everybody. <laughs> Convicted double murder 
Joseph Zeidler <laughs> elbows attorney in face ahead of Hensington. Wow. I, I want to show you. He said retired, so they, they're a precombination. Zeidler will find out in just 90 minutes if he will live or die. A judge will sentence him at 1.30. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to show, we talked about a couple weeks ago, we talked about the, <laughs> the young thug trial and the lawyer saying, what did he say, cap? He's, the lawyer said cap in the courtroom. And then you had another trial where the dude was taking a shit in the bathroom while on a Zoom with the judge. <laughs> so let me tell you about some crazy stuff going on in white right, America when it comes to the lawyers. So the, this dude is about his life in prison. And he just won't, he want to just get hands on his lawyer. So he calls his lawyer over like he got something to say to him. <laughs> He's like, yeah, come here. <laughs> I got some more work for you. He gets over there. <laughs> he just wanted to put his hands on. case. Yeah, he, he gone. He up the creek. He up the road. So <laughs> what else can you do to him? You about to give me life in prison. So the person who did nothing to stop this from happening, he just want to get his hands on him. I wonder when, uh, when the lawyers get in those situations, do they just laugh about it? That's why you're getting life right there. Even though their job is to defend people, even if they're guilty. Yep. <laughs> He must have thought he did a real horrible job of defending him. Yeah, he must. He was pissed. <laughs> Hold on. It was defender. Maybe. I, I doubt it. Folks are wild in every direction for any <laughs> damn reason. I'm just, if you if you on a trial for a lot in prison, <laughs> I'm not using public defender you better go get wow. some you gotta pay the money you got because you can't be using a public defender for that type of trial like come on <laughs> all right let me uh show this wow. i don't know why this beat all right <sighs> Dra uh, dramatic body camera video released as grand jury refuses to indict officer who killed mass shooter at texas mall i've got him the officer says in a video of of him killing the gunman so, as you know, there was a, text, a Texas grand jury declined to indict the police officer who killed the mass shooter at an outlet mall in May. Authorities released dramatic body camera video Wednesday of the officer racing towards the gunfire and taking down the assailant accused of shooting 15 people, eight fatally. Um, how are they trying to indict him? How are you trying to get him for stopping the shooting, the shooter? Was he supposed to wait for backup? Or did they tell him wait for backup? Or oh, was he, he supposed just... to talk him down because he's white? I think they thought he's supposed to talk him down. Well, if they white, you're not supposed to kill him immediately. You're supposed to try to bring him if in. If they black, kill him immediately. All right, let me show this. One forty-five. I think we got shots fired at the outlet mall. On Vecina said, "What does it do with the flying tie? Ha has to do with today's topic." LOL. It's just dramatic. I just showed the picture. <laughs> when I looked at, it, I was like, "Somebody gonna say something about this? <laughs> the tie." I knew y'all gonna say something. She would be the one to say something. Too. <laughs> I got people running. Go, 
So I ain't got to show the whole video. He ran Did he shoot anybody? Huh? Did he shoot anybody? Yeah, he shot the mom's killer. The shooter. He no, did shoot. the shooter kill anybody? Yeah, the, yeah. it said he, killed, he shot uh, 15 people. Dang, eight it sounded like he shot 15 people. All yeah. them rounds we heard. Yeah, it's crazy. But he ran to the gunfire. <laughs> we know, remember that story in, uh, out of Texas? The other story out of Texas with the kids in the, in the elementary school. Them police officers were never trying to get in there. They waited 40, 50 minutes before they went in. <laughs> Not me being the one. I feel attacked. <laughs> Shit. It would be you. <laughs> it definitely would be you. So shout out to the brother who uh ran into the ran into the fire. Who may be charged. Who they trying to charge now. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> Something brave and they like, mm. He seemed a little aggressive when he was running though. It, like he wanted to kill a white person. <laughs> I got finally got my chance. I finally got my chance. I'm gonna pop this mother. <laughs> My prayers have been answered. All right. Mississippi farm farms pay overdue wages for favoring immigrants over local black workers agency says. What's the thing? At least they're getting something. At least they're getting something. Uh, for, uh, 44 farms in Mississippi exploited local black workers by paying higher wages to immigrants. Now, hold on. They paid higher wages to the immigrants. And they work for damn near free. So that means they just don't like you, black ass. Normally, we hear stories about this. It says that the immigrants will pay under the table less money, but they're saying in this story they paid them more, so they didn't. All right. Oh, you know what they were saying about the black people. Yeah, by paying higher wages to immigrants, they were uh, were in the United States on temporary work visas. The U.S. Labor Department said Wednesday. The department announced a complete investigation that it began last year in the rural flatlands of Mississippi Delta, one of the poorest areas in in the U.S. The 44 farms include catfish uh, growers and operations that raise crops such as rice, soybeans, and corn. They have paid 500000 in back wages for 161 workers, plus 341000 in several penalties, the department said. The outcome of these investigations confirms that employers in Mississippi Delta denied a large number of marginalized farm workers their lawful wages, and in some cases violated the rights of U.S. workers by giving temporary guest workers excuse me, preferential treatment. The Labor Department announced its findings six months after two agricultural businesses in the Delta settled lawsuit filed on behalf of local black farm workers over claims that farms hired white laborers from South Africa and paid them more than their local black employees for the same type of work. So, remember what's going on in South Africa? How the the black South Africans are trying to take their land back from the white ones and they're, they're in poverty and all that other stuff. So the white people in Mississippi said, well... We're going to bring them here and pay them for farming. Damn, they brought white people from South Africa? Well, they're doing bad in South Africa. The white people are in slums in South Africa. Like, it is bad for them. I'm just good for them. <laughs> uh, the Labor Department said Wednesday that its investigations found employers violated several requirements for the H2A, uh, H-2A visa program, including by f- f- failing to pay the required wages to U.S. workers and jobs similar to those held by us. Congratulations to them. I guess. Still Still black slaves. Maybe it's, I'll be surprised. We knew there were 100% still slaves up until the 60s and 80s and stuff. So So there's still slaves there. And then we're going to have to have a new Juneteenth. Who's going to tell them they're free? (laughs) Well, remember what Juneteenth? Tell them. 
<laughs> true. You can't fault them for being uh, won't believe their own at that time. California reparations report ex- excludes payment plan, but is full of program proposals. Oh, the 1,100 page report identifies ways to calculate monetary reparations to redress how enslavement and its enduring legacy of systematic racism cemented structural inequality. So, so they get, find- to, get to the meat and bones. What do you mean? The real meat and bones in this is what that uh that they're not getting um cash pay <laughs> cash payments. That's the real meat and bones in the damn article. They're not getting no damn cash payment. The task force proposed that 100 statewide policies to address racial discrimination and racial disparities. Still, the report does not issue a concrete dollar amount owed to people who are able to demonstrate that they are descendants of the either an enslaved African American United States or a free African American living United States prior to 1900. The final report follows a 500-page interim report released last year that detailed the legacy of slavery of California's black residents. The report was scathing indictment of the ways the state was complicit in and at times active leader of innumerable harm against the black community. The document released Thursday, coming in on nearly 1,100 pages, offers a comprehensive look at ways the U.S. and California wronged the sense of enslaved black people through racial terror, political disenfranch- disenfranchisement, unequal housing and education opportunities, and environmental racism among other harms. It also suggests, uh, offers suggestions for issues, issuing a formal apology, implementing a curriculum based on the task force findings. <sighs> so no money. <laughs> All right. Therefore, the compensation for uh, excess felony drug arrest disproportionate in time. The estimate is that black people who live in California could be at least 115,000 or around 2,300 per year of residency in California ran from 1971 to 2020, desperation, housing discrimination, unjust property taxing, devaluing of this. So they're going to pay people who committed crimes? Well, if I committed a small crime, you over, you gave me way more time than I supposed to get than, yeah. What would be the small crime? I'm like, selling crack? No. What's a small crime? Well, you, well the, the illegal crime of making cocaine less than crack cocaine. Okay, what's another one? What you mean? What could be a small crime? Let's say I went in for a simple assault. Just got Do you know anybody that has ever did a simple assault and got 10 years of prison? That's in California. In California? Do I know a name? Hmm? Do I know a name? No, do you, do, you know that any, do you know a case like existing? No. What do you mean? I don't know. I don't know about that extreme existing. You don't no, think it exists? I've never heard that before. So you don't think it exists because you never heard of it? <sighs> Shouldn't say that shit. I mean, you said it. Go ahead. I missed the final report. I have to go back and watch the task force. Affirmative action over took the headline outside of the payment. I just hope we get our own bureau, which was recommended. Yeah, that was recommended. Yeah, I didn't watch the uh, report for the uh, the hearing task force either, but, you know. Oh, I can't wait till we get to affirmative action. <laughs> I'm thinking about keeping some of this stuff. Shit, be honest. Hold on. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Move on to this right here. We're going to run through this quickly and get to the round of action. RP to living. Of Martin Luther King, Christine King, Ferris. I ain't gonna lie, I didn't know this woman. I don't know who that 
Yeah. Times at 95 for decades after her brother's assassination. But she lived a long life. In 1968, Ferris worked along with his widow, Coretta Scott King, to preserve and promote his legacy. So rest in peace to her. Uh, let me just move on to here. Ooh. All right. Radio personality. A radio host in gospel Arlene McCoy, Atlanta Chief State Restaurants called her racial slur on a receipt. Have you ever had something like that happen to you? Huh? What happened to me? When you at a restaurant or something, you get a weird energy from the workers. Like what? I don't know. Maybe when they give you a call out for your order, it ain't your name. It's something else. No. You never had that happen? Never had that happen. What happened to her? They... <laughs> She told him her name was Darlene, but they put the name Darkie. Let me just show her video right quick. Matter of fact, is it on this page? No, I just showed a video. Hold on, y'all. I just showed a video of her giving the uh, details to the situation. Hold on. Why is this news? Pay them people and leave us alone with this. <laughs> All right. Oh, she said in Pioneer Square, they refuse. That happened to her in Pioneer Square. Pioneer Square? You don't know what that is. I don't. <laughs> That's a shame. <laughs> Pioneer Square is in downtown Seattle. They refuse to give her an order? <clears throat> they refuse to give me back my money. <laughs> well, that's what happened to her, too. They said no, uh, they said no uh, refunds. Even if they gave her the, the terrible service and she asked for a refund, they said no. Uh, let me play and see what she had to say. I know, okay, before I say anything, I know I'm a light-skinned black chick. But at the same <laughs> they time... They called her a darkie. I'm a black woman. I just had a very <laughs> racist situation just happen to me. Right here in Buckhead. And I need to tell you guys about it. Last night, my friend Kendra and I, we were right, right next door to this place had an amazing time but she pointed out this place called Woody's Woody's cheesesteaks right she said they have an amazing veggie cheesesteak I said well I'm gonna be in the area I'm gonna go and get one so I'm here to get one today I'm all excited I was like you know what do you have in your cheesesteaks and he was just like oh it's no use it's all vegetables and I said all right cool I placed my order what is your name? I said, Darlene. This joker put Darkie. D-A-R-K-Y. <laughs> and I'm going to show you. He put Darkie for my name. And I saw it because, you know, I paid, like, through my phone on the... So it came up on, on the um, thing, Darkie. I'm like, why would you call me Darkie? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I know your name is Darlene. I said, so why didn't you put Darlene? Why did you put Darkie? <laughs> Sorry, that's funny. Maybe they, maybe the sound cut out. Oh, man. You think Sorry, that's funny, man. Is she they call her Darkie because she's light-skinned? Why are you assuming that? I, wow. I'm sorry. I 
say it. Wow. That's the first thing she start out with is no, she's just I, my light skinned black woman. She said, but I'm a black woman. But I'm a black woman. So she's like, hey, you gonna call me Darkie? She she wanted them to put yellow bone, red bone. Would, would she have been offended no, if they would have put red bone or yellow woman. bone? She never said that. Go ahead. Seattle is fake liberalism and very racist. Always has been liberal pretenders. That's true. <laughs> that was what she was called. Darkie. <laughs> Should we call <it> Sparky? <laughs> <laughs> I sound jealous. <laughs> what up, Rob? Oh, what up, Mr. Man? I like Mr. Man better. Oh, you don't like Rob B? <laughs> Mr. Man. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Which one got more smoke, Mr. Man or Rob? Because Mr. Man, Mr. Man don't play. All right, Eric Adams personally asked outgoing NYPD commissioner not to discipline top uh, chief. Sources tell the city. When she did anyway, uh, she figured her days at the top cop would end, but a spokesperson for the city hall denies the conversation with the mayor ever took place. So we said that she was pretty much being used as a pawn. He said he got a woman, a woman of color in position. He did, but he still wanted to run everything to accounts like, whoa. Well, Issa said that's George. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 500 migrant families. Now he got three accounts. <laughs> 500 uh, families soon to be housed in NYC, NYC mega shelter in Upper East Side. Uh, New York will soon have a dozen mega shelter. To the former Starlex, the 17th Avenue between 97th and 98th Street in the Upper East Side of Manhattan. Um, what you think? You gotta I'm do not, something. You gotta put it somewhere. You know, it's it's absolutely crazy how they get funding for migrants, but they can't have funding for any other place that's needed. Oh damn! Now, Mister Man, you want it, Mister Man? Then I'm here. <laughs> here, here I am. <laughs> Told y'all, Mister Man, in my account. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. All right, Ron DeSantis vows. To use deadly force to stop migrants entering the U.S. as the unveils and catch release and start deportation. What you think? <laughs> now hold on. Are you in support of deadly force at the border? Yes, I am. Wow. I told you why. Why? Because we we have asked nicely to <laughs> we... please stop coming to our country and cross. They are not. They are not. We are supposed to use deadly force now. I don't know, man. Uh, Regina said on my end, y'all buffering. Oh, I don't know. It is starting to lag a little bit more. Uh, is it is it buffering on anybody else's end? Can you hear me? <laughs> when they line on me, they get buff. They get buffed. Buffered. Sound cutting up. All for deadly force at the border. Are you there? Are you there? <laughs> if you know that, you know where we got that from. <laughs> yes. Yo, let us know when it's clear. If it's clear. It was going too smooth. 
Yes, Travis. I can hear your weak sounding film ass. Unfortunately. I thought you were going to be cursing, George. <laughs> also, choppy and buffery. All right, let us know when it's, if it's clear. If it clears out, it's clear. All right. Okay, it's better. All right. Let's get to it. All right. Hold on, y'all. Seattle Aurora Avenue Ghetto Studio. <laughs> All right. I think it's still buffering. Mr. Man, do you live in Seattle? I thought I said he's from Boston. Boston? Yeah, I thought he said he's from Boston. I don't know about that. No volume problem there. I'm going to have to edit this a little bit. Why? This is just buffering. It'd be like two minutes. That's all. Darby, are you there? Are you there? <laughs> you got all it right. Let's get back to it now. Me, me, Boston, but I know where the hoes are. <laughs> <laughs> and every, every, every zip code, every area code. Okay. All right, we back. This is war. France burns amid angry, angry protests after teenagers shot dead by police in the suburbs. Algerian dude was killed in, in, in France, and I don't, the story is whatever, but they over there going crazy. They burning down everything they see. They burning down. <laughs> now, I saw a Caucasian dude from the UK. He said the Africans are destroying France. Now, keep in mind, it was a Algerian teenager that was shot and killed. But all the people that keep showing doing, doing the damage is African. Even though it's not just them. We don't know. We're not there. Oh, we're not there now? That's this. We're going to do this too. Supreme Court, a lot of stuff happened with the Supreme Court. Supreme Court rejects challenge to Jim Crow era Mississippi voting law. So a law that was created during Jim Crow to stop from being able to vote. The Supreme Court is actually upholding it, saying that it is not being used the same way. <laughs> so it's not it's no longer a racist law. The state constitutional amendment for 1890 was intended to disproportionately remove voting rights from black people convicted of certain crimes. The Supreme Court on Friday rejected a challenge as to constitutional amendment adopted by the state of Mississippi during a racist Jim Crow era aimed at preventing black people from voting. The justices left in place a law bearing certain felons from voting, which the state says is no longer tainted by racist intentions and its original authors because it's subsequently been updated on two occasions. The court decision not to hear the case prompted a sharp dissenting opinion from liberal justice Kentanji Brown Jackson joined by fellow liberal justice Son, uh, Sonia Sotomayor. He contrasted the decision on Friday with the court rulings a day earlier to effectively end it the uh, consideration of race and college admissions. 
If the court viewed affirmative action as race discrimination, then the Mississippi measure must be seen similarly, Jackson said. What you think about felons being able to vote? That's a that's an iffy subject. What do you mean? Is it depending on what crime they did? Well, that's what I'm saying. Is it certain crimes you shouldn't? Like, if it, is it a crime where you're selling drugs or if you kill somebody or you're a rapist? Yeah. I think certain certain felonies, no, they shouldn't be able to vote. So only the most heinous crimes? Yeah. So simple crimes like what? What, what, what would be considered like an assault charge? Something like that. By the way, don't uh, if you're on child support, don't they take your license away <laughs> if you don't pay? <laughs> so you can't leave the state and stuff like that. So to the person who owes back child support, should they be able to vote? Yes. <laughs> <To the person>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not a felony. They take their license, though. Watching black conservatives try to link the France riots to Black Lives Matter movement has been hilarious. And them calling Arabs, Arabs, Africans Arab. is so funny. Yeah, that story <laughs> is crazy because like I said, it's not even it's not even the Africans. It's it's the, the entire country. I don't, really. I'm not there. I don't know what's going on. Look at you. Look at you. I'm I, just going by what's being reported. I agree with you. I think there are certain you, you should be able to vote up to a limit. I think if you commit uh murder probably not but then again if you if you commit murder and you do 30 years in prison you get out have you not paid your debt to society you took a life but you were sentenced to 30 years in prison no amount of time that you do will will ever so that means you shouldn't be able to vote no you shouldn't be able to vote okay all right let me go to this next one now this was talbert swan he'd be saying some off stuff sometimes, but I, I agree with a lot of stuff he said. He put up a video of a pastor, a reverend, a white reverend, who made a point that black people didn't use aggressiveness to get from slavery. They used peace for protest. It basically reminds me a lot of what we hear about what during that time, what black pastors were allowed to say, how they had to constantly say, obey your master, you know, be peaceful. You'll get your kingdom when you die, all that other stuff. And this pastor is like teaching this stuff from the 1800s. He's teaching it in 2023. Let me just show what he uh, had to say right quick. 150 years ago or 200 years ago when the blacks were saved, did they ever go to Washington, D.C. and have a rally 200 years ago to protest against slavery? Did they? No. What did they do? Well, a lot of good people in the plantations would say hey it's winter time let's let us help build a church for you dear folks and they loved them and taught them how to read so they can read the bible and here's what the blacks did about 150 years ago they humbled themselves they prayed they sought god's face and they turned from their wicked ways and god made slavery illegal through a several white <laughs> presidents right it worked, didn't it? They didn't protest. This is crazy. <laughs> he said they didn't protest. Reteaching so the history. The riots. Reteaching history. They literally were writing. Well, this is kind of what the evangelical Christians do anyway. They Christianize everything and say that 
they say that they were always justified. Now they'll tell you the beginning of this country was founded on Christian Christianity, but they'll say it was Christianity that ended slavery. But that means they were also the ones that built the country off of it. <laughs> so how are they a part of it, but also not a part of it at the same time? All right, let me uh, go to the next one. Next up, Supreme Court rules in favor of discrimination of same-sex couples. The court's conservatives used a dubious case to greatly expand the right of business owners to discriminate against same-sex couples. Uh, uh, web designer Lori Smith asked the court to grant the right under the First Amendment to refuse service to gay and lesbian couples due to the Christian religious beliefs but Smith's request was wholly speculative. She had not been hired to make a website for same-sex couple and therefore had not had never refused such work. In fact, she never made a single wedding website. Despite the underlying claim being totally made up, the court sided with Smith's religious liberty uh, argument in 6-3 vote. The court's conservative rule to the civil rights law in Colorado that bars anti-LGBTQ plus discrimination violated Smith's First Amendment speech rights. In doing so, they made it much easier for businesses to discriminate a new wave of litigation further expanding discrimination is likely to follow. So now, pastors who are forced to marry same-sex couples don't have to. Wedding cakes, all this stuff. A whole bunch of other things. So they'll carry it over people's heads. Exactly. So now in 2024, <laughs> we can bring this stuff back. <laughs> Supreme Court... Biden's going to fight against this. Supreme Court guts the first action in college admissions. They finally got it. Damn right. Get a permanent action the fuck out of here. How long have I been saying that for? Wow. <laughs> mystery man. <laughs> hey, hey, mystery man, maybe you're not George. You're the only one brave enough in the comment section to say something. <laughs> the Supreme Court says colleges and, uni colleges and universities can no longer take race into consideration as a specific ba uh, basis for granting admission, a landmark decision overturning longstanding precedent that has benefited black and Latino students in higher education. Chief Justice John Roberts wrote an opinion for the conservative majority saying the Harvard University of North Carolina admissions program violated the Equal Protection Clause because they failed to offer measurable objectives to justify the use of race. He said the programs involved racial stereotyping had no specific end point. Now, these that it was a Canadian-Asian dude, right? Yes. Canadian-Asian dude came down here which is crazy. You from another country and you feel like you have a right. right. That's that's why I'm saying that America is the only country that people feel like they can just go into and do whatever they want to do. Like that's crazy. You from Canada? Uh, he's saying he has a, a friend right. of action. Don't even it don't even it's not, that have nothing to do with you. Nothing. But anyway, so he came here. He fought Chinese Canadian. Yeah, he came here. He uh, wanted to go to Ivy League school. He was denied. The numbers, the test scores. Necessary. She said Chinese Canadian. He had a t they had the test scores and stuff necessary, but they got denied. Whatever reason, this person blamed the smallest population in the country for why they didn't get into the Ivy League. School. The blacks. Now keep in mind, them getting rid of affirmative action. Why didn't they also go after legacy admissions? Because they know that's white people. But here's the thing: if you tell me that Ivy League schools who I think 50% of their school is, is legacy admissions. If you tell me that you are 
force them to have a certain percentage of each race. And then you take that away and say, you can do what you want to do. What's who says that legacy admission ain't going to grow to 80, 90. <laughs> so you might, you still not going to get in. You're still not going to get in. <laughs> they just became minorities too. And they shaking mm-hmm. shit up. Agents said they came here to shake shit up. What's what's from that group we got? That group that went back at us, uh, the Asians with attitude. George Neck of the Woods. Yeah, it was in the comments talking crazy. White women benefit. They were Californians. White women benefit most from affirmative action. So why do they oppose it? Well, let me just read a little bit of this real quick. People often associate affirmative action with efforts to end discrimination for people of color, but scholars say the greatest beneficiaries of affirmative action policies are white women. From college campuses of to the people to American workplace. White women today are more educated and make up a bigger slice of the workforce as a result of decades of affirmative action policies. Scholars say white women have also made inroads into corporate leadership that people of color and women of color have not. Well, I could tell you why they do it. The same reason why they were told that Trump was a misogynist and all the other stuff and they still voted for him. Because he benefits them as a race. <laughs> This benefits them as a race. They're so they always going to have their white males back. Exactly. They're going to stand behind they man. <laughs> they're never going to do something to go against him. They may let you hit it, <laughs> but they're going to stand behind the white man. And another reason why they do stuff like this is because it is. This is who they are. They're the ones who knitted the I'm about white to say hats. that. They were knitting this shit for their man. They made this. Their daughters and they, they're the ones who made the food. They went to the pick-a-niggers. Yeah. Picnics. They were, that's just kind of their point of being in existence. They're, when you talk about white supremacy and the system that exists, and I don't really call it white they, supremacy, I call it self-preservation. Their version of self-preservation. They're always going to do stuff that benefits them first. And they produce the white males. Exactly. So if you're saying this, this uh, white supremacy is through him, then it's clearly to protect her. Exactly. Hell, so the white woman was like, get the fuck out of the way. You don't know what you're doing. Let me uh, string them up. <laughs> what happened? Oh. So if you look at these pictures and historic and the history that it is, it is, it is what it is. This is what they do. They stand in solidarity. I hope all these black women put their PhD to, to good use because won't be no more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. This is what we talk about. She said now. Now that the schools are moving away from test scores, what excuses will Asians have? Mm. Now, what is, how does this benefit or harm HBCUs? It benefits HBCUs, HBCUs because I think that black people would definitely be the pr- pr- predominantly schools they'll go to. Hopefully. Yeah. But can HBCUs handle an inflation of 20%? They're going to have to. That means some funding is not to go their way. Go ahead. Exactly. <laughs> On Luciana, since some agents tried to shy away from their test scores as a stereotype. Well, what, didn't we find out that a lot of those agent students were getting their tests? Especially. Didn't they say a lot of those test scores the agents were getting were through the Ghanaian or the African Kenyan. Students. It was Kenyan? the Kenyans with the Kenyans were taking the test for them. The the tests for Asians. So and you remember they be in Asia. I mean they be in Africa because there's little biracial Asian African babies all over the continent. Oh, she's really making sweet. them Africans baby mamas. But didn't they say that the the 
the the hip hop culture Afrobeats is affecting Africa and causing them to be baby mamas. But y'all was y'all already that. Let me say this: when you brought the, it up. the the Asian men are making y'all baby mamas and leaving and going back to Asia. I don't know how the DeVito story we talked about earlier. Apparently, he got another woman pregnant. He's married, or something like that. And they <laughs> thought the woman he got pregnant was Black American. I don't think she is. But they, for some reason, they brought up Black Americans in a story about Africans. Yeah. We ain't got nothing to do with. We have nothing to do with y'all being ratchet. All right. Doesn't most of the funding come from the tiny hats for HBCU HBCUs? Well, most jewels. of them were started by Caucasians, and the ones that were uh, North Carolina actually got a lot of black, a lot of HBCUs that were started by black people. Damn right. So North Carolina, I think A and T, Washington D.C., I think, and South Carolina, a lot of those colleges are from black people. Black male and immigrant leaderships have already announced this will overwhelm HBCUs. We can't teach our own while pushing for diversity and inclusion. Well, yeah, they, I think they said 20% of HBCUs is white students. They're starting to see an influx of what quote unquote brown people or Latinos. I think, I think uh, Hispanics been going there. Well, it wasn't at the numbers that it is now, I think. And the number of black students going to HBCUs is dropping, or at least the number of black people going to college is dropping, so. I can't show this tweet because well, it won't be with that affirmative action. Get it out of the way. <laughs> I, I can't show this tweet because for whatever reason, this woman who worked for the body administration in the past, she deleted the tweet to her saying, fuck you. The the white woman. Yeah, she deleted. And you didn't save it. Screenshot. I tell you I that I all the time. They delete shit. I see that all the time. Screenshot shit. She deleted tweets. All of it. No, her account got suspended. I'm sorry. So Elon Musk must have called it uh, hate, hate speech. speech. She, this white woman who used to work for she Biden. What? She pretty much says that we couldn't get into HBCs without, without our merit. merit. Yeah, African Americans would never succeed in a merit-based system. Exactly. And people were like, wait, what? And then she came back and clarified it, saying she was not calling black people dumb. Or less intelligent. The Chinese mayor in Boston. We call her mayor me so horny. Oh, yeah. I know. Only talking about, <laughs> she beat out the black woman who was the uh, interim mayor. A black, it was a... There ain't a lot of black people in Boston, though. Is there, Mr. Man? Yeah. The, the, uh, the Did Bobby ever come back and visit? The interim mayor was black, a black woman. They got, got rid of her. They voted the Asian woman in. Always screenshot. Reply <laughs> to their post. And comments. Yeah, I'm going to start doing that because she deleted it. She deleted She did When she got suspended, she didn't delete it. So I'm sure if I if I get the name. Can, um, may, uh, may be so horny. Oh, let me try this. Let me What's try. Hold on. I'm gonna try to find it. Only, only special Negroes in Boston. Special. <laughs> wow. Uh, special as in special, or special as in been touched. Which one? Right, let me play this right quick. college admissions cannot consider race as they try to diversify their student bodies. Now, this is overturning a 2003 opinion by then Justice Sotomayor, who said at that time, we hope it's 
In 25 years, we won't have to look at race as a consideration in college, but that's just not the makeup of our country right now. Well, it's been 20 years, and these justices have said that the court, according to this opinion today, that they think that race should no longer be a consideration as colleges <laughs> try to diversify. Going back to Earl. All right. He said Bobby Brown came around and they shot his Bentley. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bobby, had, Bobby got a crazy well, story. I'm, so. come, I'm coming to visit y'all and y'all shoot at my bed. <laughs> now, another thing that came from this affirmative action decision is the words of um, this is Clarence Thomas. In his, this, in his opinion piece uh, on the decision. And they seem to only ever attack him. Go after him. He pretty much made a case or lineage over the race. king of R&B. He not the king of R&B. Y'all know who the king of the R&B. We already played the king of he, R&B he, earlier. He, he who should not be named. We already played the king of R&B earlier in the beginning. Bobby Brown, Whitney gave him that name. We didn't give him that name. But well, Whitney is Whitney though, so we go with it, don't we? Whitney not the queen of R&B. They call her the queen of pop. Who queen of R&B? Oh, you know you don't. Like Michael Jackson is the king of pop. R&B is soulful. However, you she could be soulful? soulful when she wanted to. Are you playing with fire right now? Anyway, it's another Bishop Talbert tweet. He said, uh, Lies, Bobby is the king. <laughs> no, no, the hell he not. Bobby is not the king of R&B. The king of R&B is R. Kelly, the so, Pied Piper. <laughs> so Bishop Talbert Swan pointed out that after this round this decision about affirmative action, a lot of these uh, racial... Uh, diversity hires with, have been laid off from their jobs. So Disney, Chief Diversity Officer Latondra Newton exits. Warner Brothers Discovery lays off diversity exec Karen Horn. Uh, Film Academy's Executive VP of Impact and Inclusion, the Janelle English True. exit organization. And Netflix, Burnham Myers to exit Wade Davis promoted to lead inclusion strategy. So a lot of these uh, positions where they bring in these people to talk about... Uh, Talk about uh, race in the business company and help them with understanding race, and they getting rid of these people. Oh, that means that this affirmative action is really out the fucking door. This diversity, all this shit is gone. They about to pack this shit up. Whitney is the voice. I will not disagree with you on that, but Bobby is nowhere near the voice. We saw him in a battle with Keith Sweat, but Keith Sweat is Keith Sweat though. Keith Sweat is not a great singer either, but he's Keith Sweat. Anyway. He just has a distinct, unique voice. These women being fired is just a nice story. You think so? You think this had nothing to do with the uh, <laughs> the idea that they're moving away from these race, racial hires in these corporations? Weren't they? Were those black women they were firing, or were they? What? Bobby's a great dancer, entertainer, but you didn't say nothing about singing. <laughs> well, R and B is more than just singing, huh? R and B is more than singing, ain't it? No, R and B is no R and B is strictly based on singing. Pop is great dancer, great entertainer. R&B is based on the vocals. All right. Clarence Thomas says he's painfully aware of the social and economic ravages that have befallen my race as he rules against. Oh, well, she said, what the action. wait the fuck? Not Keith. Don't disrespect his voice. <laughs> but you didn't. You're not defending Bobby Brown. Exactly. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> his singing is average. I want to show this picture right he here. He can keep a tune. <laughs> Look. This is this is the role they're saying that Clarence Thompson is going on. Look, they got rid of abortion. DACA. 
Front of action. Please get it Student out of here. Student loan forgiveness. He and knocked now, at the door. He's the grim reaper knocking at the door. <laughs> Time to get back up out of here. <laughs> Travis is a pop artist. No, I would be considered an R&B artist. You're doing too much. You're doing, no, I'm not, I'm not doing enough. We can talk about Keith Sweat. Hold Voice. on. Before y'all get into this, let me just get through this right quick. I know y'all know who Thomas Sal is. Do you is, believe? And we all have our opinion on Thomas Sal. But this is earlier in the, his discussions where he talked about how affirmative action negatively impacts black people. Let me just play like a Bobby one the minute goat. His voice sounds like a goat. That mandatory proportional representation benefits minorities. No, in fact, I think one of the great handicaps that uh, blacks <laughs> and other minorities face across the country is that they are systematically mismatched with universities. And the, the disrespect here is too much. <laughs> admissions process. Ain't enough that disrespect. That is, if, if Harvard feels that it must have X percent of blacks, and if the pool is such that they can't get X percent of blacks at the same level as the rest of the Harvard students, <laughs> they're going to take those blacks who would have succeeded in some state university and bring them to Harvard where many of them will fail. Or MIT is a better example that the average black student at MIT is in the bottom 10% of M MIT students in math, but he is in the top 90% of all American students in math because MIT students are so phenomenal in mathematics. Something like one-fourth of all the black students going to MIT do not graduate. You're talking about a pool of people who are at the 90th percentile in math whom you're artificially turning into failures by mismatching them with the school. Back in the, much earlier, you had a great increase of blacks in the universities through the GI Bill. You had nothing like that kind of attrition from that process because the, the student went wherever he could be accepted, wherever he met the normal standards, and the government simply paid the money. I, I, I gather from your comments about MIT and Harvard that, ain't Uncle Joe, that is you it? don't think there's enough blacks out there who are blacks. qualified to fill the number of vacancies allotted for them in those schools. Is that right? Is that what you're well, saying? Well, the word, word qualify is really misleading. Well, the question is whether or not they they are like the other students Damn, at Harvard. Damn, George is a mess. Well, okay. Oh, so there's not. <laughs> so so they, they may be perfectly qualified. The same student might go to, through. <laughs> God help us. I hope there's no idea from Illinois. Uh, Illinois Institute of Technology and go away. well. <laughs> but there's no reason why he should fail at MIT. There's, there's no prestige in flunking out of the Ivy League. I got it. So, but my point is, you believe there are not enough black women and oh, men out there that are. He been holding on to that hairline. He been holding on to that hairline for a long time. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn right, Regina. I'm interested in all sides of things. Qualifies really misleading. <laughs> well, the question is whether or not they meet through. God help us. I hope there's no idea from Illinois. Uh, uh, Illinois Institute of Technology and do well. Right. But, but there's no reason why he should fail at MIT. There's, there's no prestige in flunking out of the Ivy League. I got it. So, but my point is, you believe there are not enough black women and men out there that are the same as white women awesome. and men to be able to go through Harvard and MIT. If there were, it would mean that the whole history of oppression had done no harm, whatever. Now, Thomas Sowell is known for being and saying certain things that are obviously uh, white leading type stuff. He says things that people would say. I'm floored. <laughs> she said, I can't wait for Sal and Thomas to take their last breath. They have done nothing to advance even boys like then. It's sad this is the only way for black men to get ahead. So you, see, Adam was going around. I'm trying to talk about. He said things that are stuff that's true. What he just said right here is black people have been affected by the oppression that they've dealt with the last couple hundred years. 
So they should be given a chance to succeed in their own, not uh, being graded on a curve, but in realistic terms, if you look at the education that we have, you can't say that our education should equal to somebody who's had it from the beginning. Who's had years and decades so, of, of head start of you. Exactly. So don't just put us in the same situation. Let us build our way to get there is what he's saying, which is true. Yeah, because you're always gonna you're always gonna fail. If you allow us to be at the level we're supposed to be, we'll, we'll thrive. Just like everybody else, we're gonna grow and reach that level and surpass at some point. But if you put us in a position where we're not there, then yeah. we're gonna fail. Yeah. Only way to stop racism is to get rid of white people. I mean, can he get around with applause? Huh? Can he get around with applause? I agree with Gina. He's a uh, pal. He does yep. state a lot of actual things for my for myself. A lot of factual. I had to remove my cultural emotions. To exactly. Exactly. I also, says some bullshit. We have to stop with this truth narrative. Other people expose, no other people expose and exploit weakness in their community. Go well, in. That. Go in, honorable. I say, if you're a person who's speaking quote unquote truth, who are you sending to? Are you in front of your people talking truth? Or you're in front of other people talking <laughs> truth, quote unquote. Thomas Sowell is an interesting conservative. I just brought a couple of his books. It's like, are you talking to your you people? You read anything. Or God are you talking you. about them? <laughs> that's, that's two different things. All right. NAAC, NAACP president name drops Clarence, uh, Clarence Thomas in brutal dig over affirmative action. So the NAACP came out against him, obviously. Jerry Jackson named Clarence Thomas as the worst thing that affirmative action has created as he condemned the Supreme Court decision striking down racial preferences in college admission. Johnson uh, excoriated Thomas in an MSNBC interview Thursday and called the decision an unfortunate footnote in the right-wing Supreme Court's legacy. He's only ever talking to other whites. I agree. That's why I don't take people like that seriously. If you're constantly talking about black people, but you're always doing it in front of a white audience, that tells me you're not really talking to your people. You're just talking about them. Yeah, he definitely got some BS mixed into. And once you get rid of the pale skin racism, then we got to get rid of black classism, mm. which is just as harmful. In some ways, it can be even more because they act like they with you. Because like Travis, he talked to his people. I hear their opinion. So in this opinion, there's one part that everybody kept pointing out. I got this from uh, social media. People read through this whole thing and they found this little part. It said, Important, importantly, however, the acts apply to freedmen, and this is Clarence Thomas, and refugees, a formerly race-neutral category, not blacks, right large. And because not all blacks in the United States were former slaves, freedmen was a decidedly under-inclusive proxy for race. It says, moreover, the Freedmen's Bureau served nearly uh, newly freed slaves alongside white refugees. Uh, and an advocate for the law explicitly disclaimed any view rooted in modern conceptions of uh, anti-subordination. To the contrary, they explicitly clarified that the equally sought by the law was not one in which all men shall be six feet high. Rather, it strove to ensure that freedmen enjoy equal rights before the law, such that each man shall have the right to pursue in his own way. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> so. She said, what is planning? <laughs> so what this is saying is, that affirmative action had to go because it's race based and that it would be fine if it was lineage based. Yes. Can I laugh? Can I have fun? 
Do I have to be serious all the time? Clarence Thomas is saying something that could be used towards the reparations yes. thing. He used the word Freeman. No, it ain't just Freeman. He's making a point for lineage. Hold on, let me uh, uh, let me move forward. Biden came out and talked shit about him. This is not a normal court. Biden blasts from action ruling. Uh, Katendra Brown Jackson came out and talked shit. Jackson's descent decries a front of action decision as a tragedy for us all. Um, and this this is why I want to show definitely. So, oh, Acho, have you said his name? He came out after the decision and had an opinion on it. And some people are saying the only reason why they should care is because the affirmative action has benefited them. But black Americans. And now, so Ocho, now to go. Now didn't didn't this Emmanuel Ocho do say that he has no connection to black American trauma? That's what he That's said. That's what he said. He but actually told this, us to get over it. But in this, he kept referencing the term us to talk about the oppression and why affirmative action was necessary. So let me just let this load and play the video. Again. Oh, the disadvantages of black and brown people. Here we go. The oppressor has unfortunately won again. In case you missed it, Supreme Court, they overturned affirmative action. What does that mean? That means that colleges can no longer allow race or gender to play a role in admittance. Here is why that is a pivotal mistake. Well, number one, race has always played a factor in determining college admittance. What do I mean? College admittance is primarily based upon standardized testing. Well, standardized testing isn't actually a metric of intelligence. Standardized testing is a metric of resources. It's a metric of what caliber of education did you receive? Well, your education is based upon the public school system or private school system that you went to, primarily public school system. A public school system is based upon the resources of that public neighborhood. That public neighborhood is based upon redlining, and redlining has been based upon racism. Okay, let me give it to you in the inverse. If racism dictated redlining. Who could live in what neighborhoods? Probably put the black people and the brown people over here. And redlining dictates who lives in a neighborhood. Who lives in a neighborhood dictates the resources of that school. And the resources of that school I'm, dictate how much help you can get for I'm a standardized test. And a standardized test now dictates who gets into a university. Well, then racism was Talking always the in who gets into and who cannot get into universities. So affirmative action was simply going to undermine the negative racism that started the college admissions process in the first place. But so that, go ahead. So doesn't that go to the Thomas Sowell point that you're in a neighborhood that you're underprivileged educationally, but you're being forced to go to a high level school that you're not ready for because you're going to flunk out of that Ivy League school, not because you're not intelligent that's, enough. That's that's the No Child Left Behind Act. Yeah, shit. you you are not just go ahead. The No Child Left Behind Act. We just gonna keep passing your dumb ass along. Yeah, and then when you get to the highest level, you're gonna fail. You're gonna fail, and we're gonna say it's your fault. And it's like, no, you didn't properly prepare them to get there. So I, you know what? He shouldn't be speaking for this because he's Nigerian first and <laughs> foremost. And was him taking off his clothes a representation of him breaking down like he's unveiling? Was, yeah, he's trying to be artsy. artsy. Well, he wasn't artsy. <laughs> he's his dumb ass. Artsy. He's trying to be an artsy person. He's right, a let's scammer. See, let's see what Roland Martin <laughs> had to say about this. Pole, pole. Watching me Fat right ass. now. And anybody who's listening to me right now. If you chose to vote for Donald Trump over Hillary Clinton, oh, you can kiss my black ass. 
We don't even know if you're black. You look like he from the Caribbean, right? Yes. Well, he said he's not. He might have some of that um, Indian <laughs> blood in him. Because all of those folks who got caught up in Bernie, Bernie didn't get the nomination. Animal said, "Are Google people really African American?" We wow. get to the bottom of that. They are African American. They are. Af- <laughs> they just consider themselves. They're like we're indigenous to this land. Well, well, according to her point, what is African American then? What Gula Geechee is like Creole? Are they black? Amer- are they African American? <laughs> We've had this debate before about Creole. Well, I said they Frenchies. They're Frenchies. Haitians. They French. Oh, the Haitians. Even Arnold Arsena said that's our cousins. Still, vote red, no matter what. Rolling Rolling in for a in for root away. <laughs> I wish, I don't know, but we know it ain't going to happen. I think that we're going to turn out in red at... Uh, 2024? 2024, I, thought, I believe so. We'll see. I ain't vote for Hillary. Guess what? That's how we got today's decision. How about that? Hillary beats... If Hillary beat, And let me be perfectly clear. Hillary wasn't no perfect candidate. Ain't no perfect candidate. Why are you doing all that shit? But with? I know she damn well was better and smarter than Trump. I know damn... How Why? so? Oh, you mean getting away with crimes? It takes intelligence, I guess. And well, she would have never appointed a Neil Gorsuch, a Brett Kavanaugh, a Amy Coney Barrett to the Supreme Court. And so, again- but her- oh, she wouldn't have, uh, she wouldn't have appointed all these conservative people to the Supreme Court. Why would she? She's a Democrat. But didn't her? Am I tripping? Or didn't her husband put up Clarence Thomas? <laughs> or was that Bush? I can't remember now. Again, all y'all folk who commenting today on this decision, <laughs> and if you kept your sorry ass at home, <laughs> and if you didn't register, and if you did vote, and you voted for Trump, oh, Hillary, kiss my ass. You sound like the dude, uh, Latino dude, who used to clean, uh, he used to do some do some yard stuff or whatever. I can't remember what he did. He clipped some inside. I don't know. My wife hired him. I don't know. And so, oh, he was a big-ass Trumper. Oh, man, he loved him some Donald Trump. Until Donald Trump started deporting that ass. So, wait, <laughs> y'all Donald- not going to talk about the fact that Biden is, that the Supreme Court struck down uh, student loans? But Donald Trump deported less people than Obama. And when Donald Trump start going off on them damn immigrants and building the wall, oh, it's amazing how his tone changed on his Facebook page. And guess what? That's why we use hashtag, we tried to tell you. So again, if you one of those folks. That's what he had to say about it. Once again, going back to Hillary. A lot of Gula people I've met have Caribbean relatives today. So who are they in the past? Maybe uh, they got Caribbean relatives through marriage or just through blood. She talking about through blood. Travis got a book for crying emojis. All right, look at it. With the Supreme Court ruling on affirmative action in higher education, it really is possible that this could set a new pace for HBCUs. You see, the African ethnic group has already set up infrastructure safeguards to systematically I never saw it either, Honorable. I ain't never seen We Told You. ...protect themselves from a decision like what we have seen today. 
we have a place where we can go. It is now important more than ever that all families talk to their to their young scholars about she attending is. HBCUs. It is important that our HBCUs be lifted up to the highest regard. This is where we're gonna find safety. This is where we're gonna find equality. If we do this right, we could see a spike in HBCU admissions and we can continue to progress. I also think that HBCUs can become a partial haven for our brown brothers and sisters. <laughs> You were there? What? No, I didn't hear it. I also think that HBCUs can become a partial haven for our brown brothers and sisters. He want Latinos and Hispanics. <laughs> so if we can't go to the colleges where the white women are, bring the, Hispanic. bring the Hispanics women there because we gotta have other options. Y'all Negroes is sick. The Dutch wear is red flag. <laughs> Y'all Negroes are sick. I knew. Travis real heritage was being a small Virginia laugh again so George can get another laugh. But uh I knew when I saw the flag behind him, I said okay, but then I seen him wearing the dashiki. I'm like It's just all over the place. I'm confused, man. Pan Africanism wrapped up in Juneteenth. <laughs> Alright, Obama, this is the last story. Obama <laughs> I followed that weirdo. <laughs> but Black he's promoting a relationship with people. Black men have a sick relationship <laughs> with <lesbians. laughs> <laughs> you sick fuck <laughs> Obama privately met with AOC and other Democrats during a series of reported intimate chats with white women with House Democrats so Obama's trying to put the plan together to get start putting the plan together for, uh, for Biden or whatever look man with weapons in January 6th warrant arrested after running toward Obama's DC home is this fake and we know and it's not gonna stay on this long we know that a Interesting. Come on, man. Line's right for the next push. Like next people, uh, LGBTQ thing. Well, uh, Regina. And pale skins in general. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not all, Regina. Not all. Not all. Not pale skins. Not all black men want pale skins. Oh, okay. What are you talking about? She said, "End them." She kill them. She said, "Kill them all." But you happen to like one in the comment section that love pale skins. Who? George. You love them. <laughs> Anyway, man, uh, Latina is really as real as white people. Check uh, Hispanic pretending to be minorities didn't, uh, and brown. Didn't they, we saw that Jocelyn Hernandez was identified as white. Yeah, I'm about so they're not lying when they say that on their uh, ID they have them down as white. Not all, but way no. too many. It's I, I. It's just it's just in Washington State, See? in the West Coast, California. Those areas. No, if you go down south, it's not like that. But I agree with you. Up here, it's it's re really bad <laughs> up here. It, damn, it, it's a shame. It really is. He's like, F him. <laughs> not love him. <laughs> so, there's, so George is just pretty much saying they're his concubines. Hey, that's, a, that's, a, that's a historical precedent for that. He just get off on them the things that, you know, the sick he's stuff. very, his sick, perverted mind. <laughs> 
that he doesn't want to do on his own women. That's what George does. Uh, Albino so, what? Don't even <laughs> don't don't pay George no attention. That's what he do. Oh uh, well, you are more. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. We don't keep y'all up on this Sunday. You got any last words you want to get the people? No, they don't want to talk about. They don't really want to talk about these singers, so I I leave them be. Oh, you were talking shit Bobby about Brown Bobby Brown being really? a goat and all that. You know, I are leave it be. Are you talking shit about Bobby? Yeah, him Mr. being Parade, the king of R and B. Bobby like that. I leave it be. You know damn Bobby. well Bobby Brown ain't no damn king of R and B. Hey, George, let them people conquer him over there. <laughs> I told y'all what's happening in California. They they up here too, pretty much. Uh, Howard Hewitt. Howard Hewitt. <laughs> He's not a great singer either. <laughs> Enough said. What's the difference between Howard Hewitt and uh, Elder Bar, uh, Elder Barge? He, people like Elder Barge. He can't dominate. The- <laughs> he can't dominate shit. Bobby and Keith are protected class. <laughs> well, we know why you got him a protected class. Nope. You know what? <clears throat> Let, we're going to play Bobby Brown and Keith Sweat and take off the backgrounds and just do vocals. <laughs> Would y'all like for me and Duke to do that next week? We're going to play Bobby Brown and a Keith Sweat song, and we're going to take off the background music and just let you hear vocals. <laughs> My sister said Bobby looked the same when Whitney called him that. <laughs> <laughs> Travis is mute musically. No, I'm not mute musically. Travis has no soul when it comes to music. No, I have an ear. And my ear don't my ear don't mislead me when I hear bad vocals. So <laughs> And Howard Hewitt is biracial. You always defending biracial and white people, George. Well, Bobby and Keith are my ears are average. Bobby over Keith. Yes, both. she said yes. Open with both of them. With just vocals. No music. No backgrounds. Travis isn't black because he can't hear black music. Both Bobby and Keith is my ears are average. Bobby over Keith. Both of them put on great shows. So entertainers. Yes, open with both of them. Use Keith. Black music, bitch. Sweet Hotel. uh, There go George being violent and abusive. (laughs) Typical. Is that use Keith Sweat Hotel Live? Hotel Live? Sweat Hotel is the name of the song, yeah? I don't know. Look, you, even know. you selective reading even when you read. Anyway, we're going to let y'all get out of here. We kept y'all long enough. Really appreciate y'all for coming through on a Sunday. Let's take some time and discuss some things with us. Hopefully you enjoyed the show. Your final words? We will be opening up with Keith Sweat and Bobby Brown <laughs> next week. <laughs> So be prepared. Tell me, you want to hear every little step I take and what's the Keith Sweat song? Look at you. <laughs> Anywho, let's get out of here, man. Really appreciate y'all coming through. All praise to the most high. That's a live album from uh from Keith. All right, we'll see if we can live get it album in. with no backgrounds. We'll, right, we'll try to get get it in. All praise to the most high. Be sure to like it on the way out. Howard Hewitt. <laughs> be sure to like it on the way out. All praise to the Most High and peace, man.
Thank you.